implied to that you're being taken through this beautiful, like, you know, ice cream fever dream, kind of. You fill in the blanks. Yeah. 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 But, like, okay, so, like, that harp that she uses, in the manga, it talks. What? Yeah, like, see, I knew, I knew that it would have some sort of significance in the manga, like, so I was willing to give it a pass. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Anime Summit Podcast, an extra episode, an AOQ. It is me, Danny. Uh, Sam and Nick are in here. And from the last AOQ that Sam did, she said that she didn't like me. So I'm going to clap back at her and say, fuck you, Sam. <laughs> um, I'm doing this without you. So, but, um, yeah, so I don't normally do these things by myself, but I figured, um, the Sailor Moon Eternal movies came out, uh, last, like, two weeks ago, and I have some very special guests with me to talk about it, and one of them you guys already know who is a, like, major magical girl, uh, fan like myself, and that is Kai. Hey, what's up, Danny? Thank awesome. you for having us today. Oh, thank you for having me. And Hold on a second. This is my fucking podcast. Okay, I just wanted to clarify that. Now back to the show. <laughs> thank you for, like, making this happen. But I also have two other guests with me. I have Amanda. Hello. And then, hi. And then I have Chris. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh, thank you. I like, like I said, I have to thank Kai for. Um, well, let me tell like, you the context, here, Danny. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Go ahead. Go the, ahead. <laughs> the, you know, I've kind of been outspoken in my opinion on the Sailor Moon remake uh, shows, and then these guys also, after the Sailor Moon Eternal movies aired on Netflix at the start of June, they uh, came to me and on Twitter and on Discord, and they said. We need to talk. We need to have a discussion. And <laughs> we I need said, to have mm. some words. <laughs> uh, and, you, and you too, you mentioned something. So I said, all right, well, I'm just going to let Danny uh, take this and run with this. And here, here's the people. I have opinions. We have opinions. And I'm sure we can come to some type of uh, argument. Not agreement. Argument. Oh, so many feelings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this, this is the internet. We can come to some kind of argument for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. for sure. For sure. And I'm super, I'm super excited for this because I'm pretty sure all of us just love Sailor Moon as much as, you know, our 12-year-old selves have when it came to the U.S. and everything like that. And we watched it on Toonami or wherever you guys watched it and stuff like that. So. Do, you, do you have a story of watching the original run? Hey, do you guys, Amanda and Chris? Because I do, and I can share it if you'd like. Yeah, same. Oh, absolutely. I'd like to hear yours. Yeah, go. you guys go ahead first, and then Kai and I can go after. Uh, should I? Are you, do you mean me go first? Which, whichever. Okay. Amanda, yeah, you go first. <laughs> okay. Why not? Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, so, uh... Thank you for the introduction, and and uh, I also want to say thank you for having me on because I forgot to say that, and I don't want to sound like a jerk. Um, <laughs> You're good. Yeah. You're fine. <laughs> um, so I'm Amanda. Um, 
I know Kai through my podcast. Uh, uh, don't say it wrong Madoka Madoka (laughs) Magicast awesome I I have a problem saying the name of the anime that my podcast is about incorrectly so I'm making an effort to say it correctly Um, I mean you could you could just go yeah uh, anyway my podcast route and just say Madoka Madoka yeah I was about to say there's an inside joke on the anime summit podcast about mispronouncing that name so you're you're already there possible advertisement for my podcast right there I can't say the name of the anime correctly yeah um um, I know it's really good though it's it's really good I've listened to a number of episodes it's really good thank you uh Kai was a previous guest on my podcast and that's how I know him and uh, he invited me to, to, through here, basically. Um, and uh, I have been, I am almost 34 years old. And next month I will be 34. So I am very old. Woo, woo, I'm happy a, birthday. You're not you. that old. I'm 31, so you're good. I know. I am but, 32. Yeah. I know, but but you know how it is. I don't have to tell you oh, yeah. now that yeah. you're 30. Trust me. I have been watching Sailor Moon since I often wonder how old I actually was when I first watched Sailor Moon because my earliest memory of Sailor Moon was the episode Ray's first episode and I remember exactly where I was in my house and like the time (laughs) of day it was and like what the weather was like outside and like what the light was in the living room like I remember it very distinctly wow yeah I know I know um, I remember it was that episode, and I really liked it, but I remember not seeing it again for, like, like probably maybe a couple months, but in kid time, it felt like a really long right. time. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So I want to totally say, do. I want to say it was, like, sixth or seventh grade, so that would have been 98, 99. I don't actually know when it was on, when it started on Toonami, and I don't know if it was even the Toonami run. But okay. But I want to say it was sixth or seventh grade. Then I, the next time I saw it, it definitely would have been on Toonami, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's that show! I found it again!" <laughs> and then once I knew when to turn on the TV and watch it, I was like, an everyday, I can't miss it. I gotta watch it, kind of person. Um, so. I, I kind of quickly just Googled while you were sure. talking, and um, Sailor Moon first aired in the U.S. in 95 on uh, Fox, WB, and uh, Cartoon Network. Okay. So, yeah. You're yeah. not, you're not, you're not okay. far off. I'm not, okay, so, so I'm not crazy. All right, good. Yeah, no, no. I didn't want it to be like, oh, it wasn't on TV until late 1999, because then that doesn't make sense with my yeah, memory. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Well, good. actually, by like 98, it actually aired um, on Cartoon Network on the Toonami oh, block. Oh, perfect. That so, totally yeah. fits what I'm thinking of then. Um, yeah, yeah. But that was my gateway into anime, essentially, and all of nerd culture and all of who i am just everything yeah (laughs) my my entire moral universe is is based on sailor moon (laughs) if you really dig deep enough yeah you laugh but that's not funny at all that's that's like dead serious it really is i'm dead serious yeah my Yeah. yeah really um and it's just i i like it's my is it my number one thing in the world 
like other than like obvious family members and stuff like that like like is it my number one like trivial thing that I love in the world probably I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I actually love more than Sailor Moon I don't think that it there is to be honest with you it's just this thing I've had in my life forever um, right and I've never stopped being a Sailor Moon fan I've never like it's never like I, I wasn't a fan for a little while and then I got back into it and then I wasn't a little f a fan anymore. I've like been a hardcore fan for the past 20 years or 20 plus years. So I watched the live action show when it was airing in Japan and I was watching the fan subs. That was when I was in high school. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. Okay. Then there was like that this 10 year gap of like no new content whatsoever. Oh, we did get the manga retranslated, which was a big deal when that happened. Right. Um, yeah. And then they announced Sailor Moon Crystal, and I was so flippin' pumped for that. And I won't get into that because I'm sure we're going to talk about that when we get to the movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I remember but... that announcement, though. I was hyped oh on that God. day. Oh, yeah, my God. I was so hyped for that and as well. I, I, watched, yeah. I watched that as it was airing. So every two weeks, which is how it aired at the beginning, I would turn in mm. and, and watch it. And there's so like I've been a hardcore Sailor Moon fan for 20 years, 20. I'm not quite 25 years yet, but 20 plus years. So that's, that's that awesome. is that's my Sailor Moon story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a good story. I can't wait. Oh, uh, Chris, Chris, what about you? Yeah, sure. Sure. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't have a particular like plot line, but I, yeah, I, I grew up watching Sailor Moon. Um, I think I mean, really, there hasn't been a show quite like it in my time besides like Steven Universe I would argue like mm -hmm. that like mm -hmm. it only was after watching Steven Universe mm -hmm. where I was like wow I haven't felt this passionate about like a magical girl yeah-esque mm -hmm. show you. since Steven Universe um and it, especially for the time you know it was mainly Power Rangers Dragon Ball Z Highlander and I mean, I guess technically there were some American Magical Girl shows. Like, um, I don't know if y'all remember uh, Tanko and the Guardians of the Magic. It only ran for a season. Oh, gosh. Um, I uh, don't Princess remember. Gu Princess Guinevere and the Jewel Riders. <laughs> oh, gosh. I remember Princess Guinevere. Um, <laughs> we're not well animated, you know. No, but that's not fine. at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did not age as well as Sailor Moon. Um <laughs> And uh, but there really was no show quite like it because there was still a degree of action to Sailor Moon where, you know, the other magical girl shows were more like, um, I don't know, a little bit more fluffy in a way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A little um, bit more cutesy, girly kind of like, you know, yeah. flowers in the air kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Not to say that we don't like cutesy stuff because it's right. Sailor Moon, but Obviously, yeah, it's a different yeah. there's there's it hits differently, I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And, you know, especially as someone who is queer, it was very important to me, obviously. Um, I think it was very important for me um, in my politics, you know, as a feminist and as someone who believes in, I don't know, making the world a better place. Yes. It really informed the way that I look at the world as well. Right. Um, I've actually talked to people about my love of Sailor Moon where, you know, after watching most of it the whole way through with a few gaps in between, um, you know, just because of access with, because I, I initially watched it on UPN, <laughs> Channel 13. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It was placed, like, near Highlander, I believe. <laughs> um, <laughs> and never watch Highlander. Uh, I remember but... that show. <laughs> Highlander. Um, <laughs> but 
uh yeah like sailor moon had this almost like a this buddhist gandhian type of tone to it right where it's like we never try to hurt people unless we have to and we never we always try to believe that we can like save somebody before we you know kill them Mm -hmm. um which is you know something that power rangers really didn't do that much yeah Um, yeah it's like you're a bad guy okay we're gonna beat the shit out of you yeah (laughs) Um, you know, very binary black and white ways of thinking in terms of good and evil. Uh, and, um, I think one last thing that I want to say is that, you know, for a while, definitely in my childhood, I believed the story that I had to grow out of it, especially when I was, you know, in high school and college, you know, I felt like I had to grow out of liking Sailor Moon because I felt like this this was something that was for children. Um, And thankfully, it was from making a lot of really good friends from college in my theater club that I realized that I didn't want to let go of that part of myself. That this was actually a really important part of myself. And it was thanks to my friends that I actually ended up watching Madoka Magica on time also. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, I want to say that, Chris, you've brought up like uh, like five of the things that I wanted to talk to uh, yeah. uh, talk about over the course of this discussion already. I just so, want to interrupt I, you. <laughs> and I'm sorry I'm interrupting you, Kai. Actually, I don't feel bad that I'm interrupting you. I, <laughs> you I, I know that you and I are going to yell at each other during the course you. of this podcast. But I, 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 I just want to, before we move on, say that it's interesting that you bring up Steven Universe. Because Steven Universe is probably the only other show I've seen that has made me feel the way Sailor Moon made me feel mm-hmm. when I was like 12. Yeah, me too. So that's, I just wanted to point that out, that you're Thanks. you're onto something with that. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I've sorry. I've never actually, I, I never actually watched Steven Universe, <gasps> but I know, I, I know, I'm terrible. You I'm should terrible absolutely person. watch it. <laughs> um, but it's I great. have heard, I definitely have heard that Steven Universe has a lot of anime references in it them. It does. So, um, direct references and also kind of thematic references. And yeah, while I am far, far from the biggest fan of Steven Universe, I don't like it all that much. I completely understand that it it is born from that same place and has a lot of the same really resonant um, ideas that would make you feel that way. So, 100%, 100% understand that one. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll go on my. Uh, journey, which kind of is the same, uh, the same as both you and uh, Amanda, Chris. That was, um, mm-hmm. it was eerie almost how much <laughs> it was. But I, re- I distinctly remember watching uh, the first and second seasons of Sailor Moon in the original Negaverse, you know, Deke Dub on Toonami uh, when I was 11 <laughs> and 12. I distinctly remember watching 2001's broadcast of A Promise of the Rose, the Sailor Moon R movie. Um, which mm. to this day uh-huh. is still one of my favorite Man. movies of all time. That's so a good. great. That's um, a great movie. Yeah. Yep. 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 And I was 12 years old. We were on vacation, and uh, yeah. And then, uh, so I kind of, I kind of didn't like pursue it actively as a fan. Went on and lived my life. Um, but then in college, I was, I was senior year of college, and I just was playing World of Warcraft and not going to classes, and just I don't know. I had a lot of time on my hands, so I decided to I stumbled across Sailor Moon Center. And they had every episode of Sailor Moon, and I was like, ah, oh, man, I want to rewatch this show for some whatever reason. 
and uh, kind of my entire life. So I rewatched all the episodes of it and then all the episodes of the old dub. And and then I, I was like, wow, why do I still like this at 22 in the same way that I liked it <laughs> at 12 years old? So, well, the next 10 years of my life to 32 would be figuring out why. And, and you know, it's, a, it's been a long journey and it's been um, <laughs> you know, kind, of, kind of bumps along the way. But it's been pretty interesting that uh, I think I got in some way to some type of idea of, of what was valuable about Sailor Moon that I would later find in, in stuff like Princess Tutu and stuff like Madoka Magica. Yes. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, yeah, I will say, and also to, to brag on you having watched uh, Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, Amanda, mm-hmm. I did take a trip to Japan and I watched one of the Sailor Moon plays in oh, person. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Wow. With, with Tuxedo oh. Mask as the pretty lady. Yep. Oh. The, the um, what do you call him? Um, Yuga Yamato. Was, was that who it was? That's her yeah. name. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's, she's gorgeous. Good. But uh, I did get to go see the Super Live in Washington D.C. Uh, a couple years ago. So Ooh. maybe I'm I'm still kind of yeah, like you know. Okay, okay. If we're gonna if we're gonna have a dick measuring contest about that and stuff, <laughs> I I gotta show you these pictures because I did buy over the course of a the last year. Scepter measuring contest. It's after sorry, scepter <laughs> measuring contest. You're right. Yes, uh, keep it PG. Um, <laughs> I no, did... no, 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 it's fine. This, this yeah, could no. be fucking rated X. Like, <laughs> <sighs> anyway. well, I did, I did stumble across uh, Bai and Yahoo Auctions Japan, and I ended up buying oh, God uh, damn it, Kai. Four, four, four Sailor Moon cells from the original nineties. Oh my God, nice. And and he fucking tortures me They're on beautiful. on my Anime Summit Discord anytime like one one arrives. He like sends a picture yeah, in our I'm Discord. All He's all like, "Look what I got!" I'm just all like, "You fucking asshole!" I made little inserts like... to show which episode they're from. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I have one Sailor Moon cell, and it's the Yoma from the skiing episode, which is the lady <laughs> with the snowman for titties. <laughs> Do you remember that one? <laughs> I, <do. laughs> I have a cell of that monster. That's the only Sailor Moon cell I own. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, I love That's this. awesome. Snowman That's titties awesome. win it for me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Really another one after that. <laughs> <Can't eat> that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kai, are you done with your Sailor Moon story? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know. Well, okay. is, how long do you want the story to be? Because we could be here all I mean, yeah. well, we want to keep it short because we definitely want to talk yeah, about yeah. Eternal and stuff. But well, I will keep my yeah. Sailor Moon story short. Um, I, I, you know, at 12, like... It, I first watched it when it when it aired on Toonami, so I had to have been like twelve, thirteen, and um, <clears throat> when I was that age, uh, my friends and I we we would go. We always played outside, and we we did this thing where we would kind of like role play like shows so like yes. Sailor Moon, yeah yes. like sailor moon yep, fucking we would do like street yeah. fighters so caliber like all that kind of stuff yes and when and, <laughs> <laughs> and when sailor moon came out um and this was when um only sailor mercury um came out first um <laughs> and me and my friend we literally fought on like who was sailor mercury because oh, and, nice. and like like we literally fought 
It was like insane. And then when like Ray's uh, episode came out, we were all like, and, and I just said, okay, I'll I'll be Ray. But then once Sailor Jupiter came into the play, I was just like, no, nah, fuck that. I'm gonna be Sailor Jupiter. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, you make it sound like such an event. Hey, everybody, new Sailor Soldier just dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was it. That was it. So, but I, um, sorry, just super um, quickly, I I appreciate. Oh yeah, go. I appreciate that you mentioned um, like role playing stuff because that's something that was super important to me too. In my love of Sailor Moon was like I would literally make my sister or my family like act out scenes with me. Oh yeah, I did that all the yeah. time. Like, I did that I would with memorize... all Disney movies. Yes. Yeah, like I would memorize the lines to a T. I would memorize like yes. the intonations and everything. Yep. And like yep. I would even I would even practice like the comedic like anime like when someone says something stupid and everyone drops to the floor. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I would practice that. That's so cute. Amazing, amazing. Yo, no, I did the same thing. Like, not even for just anime stuff. Like, I literally did that for, like, Disney stuff. Like, me and my, my cousin, when I was, like, five, and my cousin would babysit me, we would, like, watch Pocahontas, and I would make her be John Smith, and I was Pocahontas and stuff like that. So, like, <laughs> like yeah, I did that all the time. Um, but anyway, so, but as a kid, like, I mean, like, I only watched, like, whatever was on Toonami. I didn't really explore too much because at that time I was – I was really into dancing and stuff, so I didn't have time to, like, watch TV and play video games when I was a kid. Um, So, but when I was a teenager, I was real, I was still really into anime and stuff. And this was when, like, Sam Goody and Suncoast Video Store were still, like, were still a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And I bought my, uh, my very first um, Sailor Moon DVD, and it was it was uh sailor moon super s um so it's it's very ironic that we're going to be talking about eternal because it is about the dream and dark uh dead moon arc and that was like the first dvd that i actually bought um nice transition danny nice transition yeah like it it was (laughs) it made me uh, super sailor moon super definitely made me appreciate uh, Chibiusa more because when I first saw Chibiusa I was like who the fuck is this bitch like <laughs> what what is this girl doing here I have no idea why she's here like I just I did not like Chibiusa at all um but uh, then uh, as... uh, time out. to be fair that's kind of the point of Chibiusa in, in Sailor Moon R like in, she's supposed yeah, to in be the beginning, annoying as hell yeah yeah but in, in the 90s anime Yes. Um, yeah. However, in in Super, I definitely started to appreciate her, and after and and now as like a thirty one year old adult, and actually watched um, the Dream Arc from beginning to end, I Chibiusa is actually one of my favorite characters. Oh, me too. Aside from aside from sure. Jupiter, like uh, she's definitely one of my favorite. Danny with the golden opinions right out of the <laughs> gate here. <laughs> the correct opinions. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't she's, like long legs? <laughs> she's so good. Oh, boy, if you like long legs, there's a lot to like in Sailor Moon Eternal. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, so much to like. But anyway, let's get to the topic of, you know, the hour or two. I don't know how long we're going to be talking about this, but it's fine. Let's let's get right into it. Sailor Moon Eternal. 
Wow. Um, yeah. So <laughs> Who I, wants I, to I, go first? <laughs> I guess, well, let's get a little context. This is, the, Sailor Moon Eternal is the fourth season of Sailor Moon Crystal, the previous three seasons, which is a remake, I guess, of the 90s anime, but more it's an adaptation of the original Sailor Moon manga mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. the 90s. And it is, um, the context behind it is it was supposed to be, what, a, a 25th anniversary celebration back in the day or 20th? I don't know. Do the math. But, um, uh, 20, 25th. 25th, yeah. It, was it got delayed because yeah. of the pandemic. Right. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Um, and the previous ones were all airing seasonal anime, and this one was done as a set of two movies and funded by Netflix. Um, and, yeah, they, they, it, the thing I want to say right off the bat is that um, Sailor Moon Crystal and Sailor Moon Eternal later are all helmed or – the intellectual property rights in Japan all live mainly with the original author. So Naoko Takeuchi owns Sailor Moon still, and uh, she was in charge of deciding whatever went into these adaptations. Um, so yeah, you will find that these adaptations are much, much, much closer to the original manga than they are mm-hmm. to anything regarding the original the 90s anime. anime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that's probably one of my biggest things, but I'll, I'll save that for later. Um, to the to the point where, like, like, there's just... You can go through with the copy of the manga and watching Sailor Moon Eternal of with the dream arc of the manga, and you can just match them up one to one. Of of there are pictures yeah. that they have animated. Some of that... the dialogue is word for word. Yeah. 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 Wow. It's, it's pretty crazy. Um. Okay. So <laughs> when Kai invited me to this, and I realized that there was not just Kai, it was like two <laughs> other people because I didn't really know what he was inviting me to. Uh, I was like, oh no, two other people. And then in my head, so I'll just say, um, I'm a, I'm a major manga lover and Sailor Moon Crystal lover. And I know that Kai does not, is not a fan of Sailor Moon Crystal. So in my head, I was like, oh no, am I going to be like on the defensive for like two hours with three other people against me? Sailor Moon Crystal? So can I just ask like from the start, like what? just in like one sentence what everybody thought of the eternal movies just to start off with because in my opinion in short was that there i was almost completely happy with them as the person with the perspective that i have so what where are do you guys even stand on it (laughs) you know that is that that's that's a great yeah great question and and a good uh standpoint to start off with um so with me because so the dream dead moon arc is one of my favorite arcs from the 90s um obviously because it's it's you know i bought the dvd and i fell in love with it right so um i particularly did not really like the first movie uh the second movie it's okay, but, I mean, I still have, like, some issues with it a little bit. Mm. Um, however, I mean, there are some enjoyable parts in both movies, and I and I did watch both of them twice before we recorded and everything. Um, so, but, however, um, for, to start off, like, with the first movie, 
the Amazon trio. The Amazon trio, it, like, I love them. They are hilarious in the 90s anime. Um, and then they also had, like, like in the end, like, or, like, halfway through of uh, Super, they had their realization, like, you know, we want dream mirrors and all that kind of stuff. And then they finally get their dream mirrors and all that kind of, you know. Um, they were really not much... Uh, like, they rarely had any personality in the first movie for me. So, like, that was super heartbreaking um, that they literally were just, like, side character henchmen to the Amazonist quartet, um, and that was that. Like, so. But there yeah. are some, some other things that I have issues with. Uh, a right. summary, Danny. Well, a summary. Come on. Good, bad, no, good, yes. No. Okay, yeah. I mean, eh. <sighs> First movie, I bad. Think, Second I think, movie, okay. Yeah, I think that what you've said so far in your reaction is extremely common. Like, a lot of people probably reacted the way you yeah. reacted. Yeah. And I like, don't... I think that's totally valid. Even as somebody who yeah. was who was very happy with them, totally valid. And I'm not going right. to tell you that you're wrong. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm not going to tell any <laughs> of you that you're wrong, really. Um, <laughs> Except for Kai, maybe. Except for Kai, maybe. <laughs> um chris what did you think of it oh so complicated um but i'll in the spirit of trying to keep it brief i'll just say that i'm like neutral leaning towards positive on the spectrum um i think this movie kind of highlights that even though something might look good or be okay in a manga form directly translating it into a movie is not always my favorite thing because it can feel like everything's very fast paced or like a little every we're, it can feel like we're trying to rush through a lot of things because that's kind of what the mm -hmm. first part part one felt like to me yeah um right was like we're just going to bulldoze through like a small little anecdote for each inner scout yeah. inner guardian um mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. they get their powers and then we move on <laughs> yeah um, yeah 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 and uh, so I didn't like that, you know, like I didn't feel like it worked well in a movie format. I think it would have worked a lot better in a t TV format. TV show. That um, is yeah. for sure. Yeah, I, yeah. I will agree with that. Yeah. Uh, um, and also for, I mean, there was just like a, there was just like a few things here and there that really, it had like some amazing moments. Like, honestly, like I want to rewatch it just because I think some of the frames are so gorgeous, but also some of them are not. Like, I can tell that there were some parts where they really went in with the, the animation and other parts where they completely dropped the ball on it. Part mm -hmm. two, um, you could tell they knew it was going straight to Netflix. Right. Yeah. yeah. There were some moments in part two <laughs> where it was sketch. like, okay, they knew that this... They knew that, like, movie one came out in January, not a big movie month, and it didn't do as well as they wanted it to. So, you know what? Let's sell the rights to Netflix. Yeah, yeah, two. like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, um, yeah, so I could definitely tell that there were some parts that were not as cared for as much, and there were other parts that were. Um, I'd love to go into that later. But, um, yeah, pretty much, um, like... I, I'm respecting the original, the origin work mm -hmm, because I understand mm -hmm. that that's where it comes from. And I think, you know, like I've read some of the manga myself and I don't have as many gripes because, you know, you're just flipping through pages. I think it's very different when it's in a movie format and not even like in a serialized episodic format. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. It yeah. definitely yeah. is. 
you've, you've and, checked off on yet another and, one of the boxes yeah, I wanted to hit. And I'm if I can, if I can just insert uh, just a comment mm-hmm. here, everyone in like the Sailor Moon Crystal community, if you can call it that, like the people who love Crystal and were excited for season four and were waiting for information, all of us in that group of the like that corner of the fandom were disappointed when they announced these as movies. So pretty much uh, yeah. Yeah. all of us in the pro crystal half, if it even is a half, the tenth, the tenth of us <laughs> who like crystal, <laughs> all of us even are like, couldn't this have been a twelve season anime? Literally, yeah. I, I mean, like me being the fan of of this arc, I was totally disappointed. So yeah. like, wow, my my favorite arc is is run down into a two-part movie great awesome so we were all a little bit disappointed about (laughs) that that being said i was still like i said pretty happy with it but anyway sorry that's all i wanted to say go ahead kai yeah yeah no you're good Uh, kai what about you i think we already know what your your opinion is do you though (laughs) okay i've got i've got fresh stuff i'm gonna hit you with a reference here i'm gonna hit you with a book called her eternal moonlight it's on Amazon. You can go buy it for like oh, five dollars or whatever. I've read yeah, that you book. have. Okay, mm-hmm. great. Oh, right. I have that too. Yeah, I have, basically... that. I have it sitting on my shelf right over here. Actually, actually, before I became a host on Anime Summit, um, Anime Summit interviewed the authors to that book. Cool. That, that, I remember that happening. I remember that happening. I and that, I had already that. had that book. I swear to. God. I'll have to find it. I don't. I think it's in archives, but I I can try and find that for you. Anyway, to to anybody listening, it's a series of interviews with uh, people in the Sailor Moon fandom that these that these academics or, or people um, who go to cons did, and they sorted the people who were Sailor Moons of or fans of Sailor Moon into different reasons why they were fans of Sailor Moon. Yeah. And of course, there were like people who wanted superhero representation for women in the ni- in the nineties, which just wasn't a thing, or even like just shows with female protagonists and stuff and it you know like there's an empowerment angle there's people that wanted to you know when you the thing that i did not relate to that you all shared earlier was role playing i i never wanted to be or saw myself as or needed to be any in that universe at all um and that's okay yeah so those like didn't really hit me um and i i generally really like the aesthetic and and the animation and uh, there's a lot to talk about of the original series and you know the uh, eternal in regards to i was just watching a video about the the art direction the background animation in the original 90s sailor Ugh. moon show and it's so like Gorgeous. painterly it's like it's beautiful pastel. it's got a, so it's got a it's got like tones like they don't use yeah. any blacks and it's yeah. just like ah um but there's all these all these different angles of why you would like Sailor Moon, and I don't like. I'm not here to to get up on the soapbox and and shout down anybody who enjoys it in that way. Uh, I can just say for myself though that the there's nothing contained in the original manga, which I have read the entirety of, that would interest me. Or or if Sailor Moon Crystal and Sailor Moon Eternal were what aired back in the 90s, I wouldn't have cared about it any more than I cared about, you know, Power Rangers or whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I I would say, and I have said in the past, that the only reason that we're here today is because of the efforts of um, Junichi Sato and Kunihiko Ikahara and um, Igarashi and all the the showrunners at Toei and all the other writers and animators and everything that um, took what Takeuchi had and 
created something meaningful or poignant or true to life or something that could be something that informed all of our uh, morals and and mm. worldviews as adults. Um, and I, I didn't find any issue, of that. In I would take Seven issue with that last part significantly, but I otherwise completely understand what you're trying to say. Like it, it's sure. as someone who loves the manga, totally valid for you to prefer the 90s anime over the manga. They are very different. They have very different uh what what's the right word? Like worldviews? Messages, like, yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. like themes and perspectives. They're very mm -hmm. different. The characters are very different. The tones are very different. And I tell people this all the time. Uh like if you don't like Crystal or if you don't like uh the manga or if you don't like the 90s anime, like that's totally fine. At this point, Sailor Moon is kind of like Star Wars. Like, there's so much Sailor Moon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, there's just, there's yeah. literally so much lore. Like, it, yeah. you, you can literally go on the internet and just fall down the rabbit hole of Sailor yeah. Moon lore. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> Kai, even though I know we're going to argue, because you and I are, like, on polar opposites, like, I just, <laughs> like, it's totally valid for you to just not like the manga. Like, that's, I don't have a problem with that at all. It's like... <laughs> And I know exactly what you're saying because they're yeah. very different, you know. Well, then the, there's no there's no argument. Then there's only a yeah. disagreement, you know. Yeah, there's exactly. only a, a difference in perspectives, and that. Yeah. So we've we've skipped right past it. Right. Yeah. Uh, I would. So the one thing I do kind of take issue with what you're saying, though, is that is the whole um, the men who who took a woman's ideas are the reason the franchise yeah, I, is good. That's I, well, I, well, I have a little bit of a problem with some of that. Sorry, you you've imbued it with a gender that I don't I did not intend. So <laughs> That's okay. I, I didn't That's okay. I did I'm, not ask for a gendered reading. I know, of the, I know, I know, I know. Creators, but. I understand. I understand, but that is a little bit of um what did happen, even if that's not what you meant? Can I to can say? I reframe it? Can yeah. I, uh, yeah. Yes, I I, okay. I understand that. It's yeah. like totally, and I get it. And, and yeah. yeah, that's I I think there's an argument to be made there about like Sato really did try and put women into and Toei at that time really did try to put. Uh, yeah, women. and they but did. Th that that's neither here nor there. Like there yeah. there were a ton of women that worked on Sailor Moon. Absolutely, so. yeah. Um, but I want to say that I I instead want to frame it as, uh three or or even more many more very good storytellers took one very bad storyteller's work and adapted it into a good story three storytellers who had th uh four times as many episodes to work with every month took there, someone there, who had yeah. one episode to work with per month and was able to expand that into a story four times as long and make the characters have four times as many as much character uh, development. That, that is a very, very good argument, actually. Yeah. Like and, the, and the media took, difference between yes, anime and manga yes. is, is legitimately a thing. And, um, for yeah. so, and this is where I'm going to start editorializing. And for some reason, <laughs> they took all of her much more superior plot ideas and made them stupid. <laughs> because if there's one reason that I will tell people, like, why do you like the manga more than the anime? Uh, people will tell me, that doesn't make any sense to me. The characters are so much better in the 90s anime. I don't like the manga. Why do you why do you like Crystal? It doesn't make any sense. I'll tell them, well, if you actually look at the story, the plot of what's happening in the 90s anime, and then you look at the plot and the lore of what's happening in the manga, 
it's so much more interesting what's happening in the manga. And the problem with the manga is that it's so short and it doesn't have enough time to actually develop all of these ideas that it's like just whizzing through as fast as it possibly can because Takeuchi only had one chapter to work with. Because this was back in the era of like the manga happening being written at well, the same time yeah, as right. the anime, yeah. which we don't do anymore in the anime industry, thank yeah. God. But, you know, that's also what happened with Full Metal Alchemist and Dragon Ball and, like, it, that, who knows that, how many other shows. Literally, that happened at least for as long as anime has been around I guess and that's, manga. I guess that's a long, still a like, thing for, I like, think, shonen. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it stopped. It's, I, don't, I mean, well, I don't even want to say it stopped because I, I, I guarantee you there are, there are still anime that's being developed right now. Actually, no, perfect example. No, never mind. Well, no, perfect example, Promise Neverland. Um, the anime, like, literally cut out an important arc that was in the manga. And the manga is finished. I really have one. to watch that because, so, or read that because I've heard that that is so good. And people keep, yeah. like, reminding me periodically. Yeah, I, like, it keeps I mean, I... Up. <laughs> right i mean i've watched it i've watched the first season but then once i found out like on twitter um that they were cutting an important arc and also an important character out of that show i was just so like oh well i guess i'm gonna put a pause on the second season and wait until i read it so yeah because i'm a big manga reader myself um i did not read sailor moon just pointing that out okay um and i'm I will say that I mean I I love the 90s anime a lot um it, it definitely has like a lot of you know fan service comic relief and everything like that so um but I am not opposed to reading it and everything because I can definitely literally fall into the rabbit hole of lore and yeah. everything like that too so um with Crystal when Crystal came out um, I was pretty much, I was not opposed to, like, them getting rid of all the fillers, like, doing the whole monster of the week kind of thing, um, because that's exactly what they did. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but the one thing that I really was not all, all game with was the transformation animation, especially for, like, season one. Yeah, Where, and like unfortunately, that CG was just terrible. Yeah, that's an issue of Toei just, you know, never giving enough of a shit about Sailor Moon, and it's like, oh yeah, right. they they outsourced the God. first seasons of Crystal to God, the I wish a different I studio didn't give them any time. It's it's yeah. well documented. Yeah. that I wish a different studio had the animation rights to Sailor Moon because right. yeah. literally, give it to literally anyone else, and they will do a mm -hmm. better job than Toei has done. Yeah. yeah, I took yeah. personal offense to that. And also, to be honest, like, uh, I don't know if I'm how alone I am in this, but I also, <sighs> I also was never, like, the biggest fan of Crystal's transformation music, to be honest. I think there's just something more dynamic and vibrant and lively about the 90s music. Yes. With, like, guitars and... <laughs> and uh, you're, not, you're not alone. Yeah, like, I, I, don't, I don't like the... The churchy, chorusy, like angelic feel to the transformations in this new remake. Um, that's yeah. just me, though. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely 
agree with you on that. Like, the music is definitely not my favorite. I, I definitely like the 90s, uh, you know, effects that they used for the transformations and everything. Um, speaking of the transformations, I was, I, I was not a fan of how the inners got their new transformation powers uh like oh yeah i was just i i <laughs> what do you mean the the story structure of just the one story little... yeah literally the story structure of like you know okay yeah. for example for example um mercury and uh, mercury's um and he's like, like my mom's her... dating again <laughs> yeah yeah that whole thing and like yeah. how fish eye was trying to manipulate ami with the whole like you know your mom's dating and like your your mom and your dad don't really care about you and all that kind of stuff and like she gets sucked in, sucked in into the mirror and then like this itty bitty little sailor oh, sailor mercury <laughs> uh self is all like here here this is your crystal this is your new transformation power <laughs> see it's like what <laughs> i don't want to spoil it for you but that's like a lore thing that comes back later i mean i understand that yeah. but to to me it just, it was a little. It is, yeah. It was I a just, little lame. I, I know what you're talking about. Just yeah. like what? You, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I will. I will, I wanted to comment that I, Amanda, I will definitely concede the lore thing. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't care about plot at all, at all. So yeah, that's not something I'm yeah. here for. Yeah. Um, do you remember? Okay, so Supers is the original '90s fourth season anime. Anime fourth season is not considered a like sacred cow by many. It's it's kind of oh, considered yeah. either the worst or it's down hated. there. Um, yeah, in the everyone worst. does not like it. Yeah, so it's not like there's and there's all that much reverence for that. Like it has a number of great episodes and and really good moments, um, more character stuff, but um, the. So the there's an episode of Supers that has the little Ami. Do you remember this? Do you remember oh, yeah. the Ami no. episode in Supers talking? where she goes into herself and she's naked and wait, then there's wait, wait, the little wait. Ami? You're talking about the um the Ami special that was before yeah. the Super right. movie? I don't think so. No, that's the one oh. where she just fights somebody in her house. I'm talking about the one where she gets the the um new attack animation. Oh, okay. For yes, Supers. yes, yes, yes. Yes. The, um, oh yeah, they always had to make whole episodes surrounding that. That was yeah. Always... But then they didn't give they didn't give Mako and Minako their own. They lumped oh, them together in one episode. I was yeah. so mad at that. Yeah, that was so totally random. That was, was so bad. Yes, now ah, I remember this. Yes, still mad about that. Now. Twenty years later. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ami Ami gets her own little thing, and she has her own like it's it's a very nice episode actually with a piano and stuff and. and and that and, and seeing that little Mercury again in this one, I was kind of like, oh, it's like that episode, or I guess that episode was like the manga where Ami um, got the, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's it. That's the whole thought. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I, like I said, like with the whole Amazon trio, you know, they really did not. To me, they did not get their 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 moment. Like they were. To me, they just felt so short-lived when the 90s anime gave them, like, so much personality. You know, like, Fish's yeah. Eye, she, like, Fish's Eye, he, he's, like, he loves the men and everything like yeah. that. And then Tiger's Eye loves the young women and, and Hawk's Eye is into the, to the older women and everything like that. And, and this, they really did not 
you know, they were just henchmen. Oh, yeah. I mean, they didn't have time. Yeah. Literally, yeah. like, nothing. Like, those so. old personalities kind of come out of necessity, like you said earlier, with the um, production schedule of the manga. Like, you, you're you stuck with Fish Eye, Tiger's Eye, and, and Hawk's Eye for so many episodes. we got to give right. them something. And, yeah. And, yeah. Too, and especially in a two-part movie format, just a movie format in general, it really, I think, accentuates the unfortunate um, lack of necessity of them. Yeah, mm. and this is like this is this has always been the problem with Crystal since the very beginning, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. so for me, so going back, we're, it's 2013, Sailor Moon Crystal's announced, and yeah. me, someone hardcore tuned into the Sailor Moon news circuit, like when something is announced on Twitter, I know about it within like an hour. Okay. I, I like and people <laughs> will send me links on Facebook like a week later for news and I'm like oh yeah I already know about that like like don't yeah, send yeah. me that you know who do old you news, think yeah, I, am? I know I know you don't have to tell me I've seen it like so so this got announced and in the announcement it's like this will be a a faithful adaption of the manga as soon as they said that I knew exactly what to expect and I got. <laughs> exactly what i expected it was exactly yeah. what i thought sure. i was going to get you know what i'm sure. saying yes. and yeah. and the problem is that for 90 percent of people who turned on sailor moon crystal and then sailor moon crystal season three and then sailor moon eternal that's not necessarily what they were thinking about going into yeah. it they, so they, for yeah yeah Go go ahead, Kai. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. There, I think yeah. there's two there's two pe- there's two wolves inside of your Sailor yeah. Moon, right? There's, yeah, there's yeah. Uh, Takeuchi, and then there's Igarashi and Sato and, and, and Ikahara, and and then most of the people, I would say, most of the people should be watching Princess Tutu or Penguin Drum or yeah. you know yeah. something else yeah, yeah. Or in the magical girl, like a, like, right. a, like or like even like a Hugto Pretty Cure or something. Yeah, I think that exactly. Those are more yeah, closer and... to. Yeah. So it's it's hard for me to tell people that they're wrong and they're not wrong to to like turn it on and be like, why is fish eye so different? Yeah, why is, is tiger yeah, eye exactly. so different? This is not what I remember, you know, but but like for me and for people who love the manga and have always wanted an adaption of the manga, mm-hmm. it's like this is what exactly what you this like is, this is what you expect. Yeah. The dream arc gotcha. of the manga is so different from the from the Super S anime. It really is. Yeah. yeah. Um we've you know, if you like that arc of the manga, you've always wanted to see it in anime form. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. never happened. Yeah. If you don't like the Super S anime and you prefer the manga, then to you, they totally screwed up the Super S anime. It was mm-hmm. terrible. Mm-hmm. They got it all wrong. They focused on all the wrong things. So if you're in that camp, these movies are great. And you went into it knowing that that Fisheye, Hawkeye, and Tiger's Eye were basically going to be monsters of the day. Right. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. maybe they would throw in a like maybe because they know people like them, they would throw give them a little bit of personality. Just mm-hmm. to make it And more they spicy. did. Yeah, and, and they, they did. They, did, they definitely yeah. did a little bit. Yeah. 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 I will Which say that great. that, that yeah. little bit of personality that especially Hawks Eye showed, um, really yeah. really was oh, like yeah. I was like, Oh, okay, wait, that oh shit, wait, hold on, wait, give me more of that. <laughs> Uh, because yeah. you know that that yeah. scene with with fish eye when she's with their or, or sorry she, she, she they he. Re, he was redubbed into a woman in yeah. the original anyway yes yeah. um, yes you know the story um but yeah so he 
that scene with Usagi when he's in her bedroom and he's looking at the screenshot oh, of, I love of that, oh, scene. that whole I that love whole episode that scene. Or, or when yeah. he, he he finds that Tiger or um, Hawkeye doesn't have a mirror and oh, man that's one of my favorite villain villain mm-hmm. moments so yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I was looking for that but yeah it wasn't there and I yeah, knew it was I mean there were I mean I even looked in into more lore and you know the dream mirrors are not even. Uh, a thing in the manga. Nope. So that, that is was just like something a, for the show. A oh, completely wow. a filler creation. Yeah. For the purposes of the show, it has mm. nothing right. to do with the with the manga at all. Yeah. Yeah. And it's sad <laughs> because those mirrors are so pretty. <laughs> they are very pretty. <laughs> they, they also and, came and along and with the uh, sexual assault connotations. Yeah, we're great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, it, it Ikuhara. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, yeah right. Was... She thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but you know it is what it is yeah. and then what? the amazon quartet came in with their billiards right and all that kind of stuff so but um so you guys yeah you guys seem to have a better reaction to the second movie which is awesome because i have to say i did like the second movie more too yeah like are we are we kind of going off the cuff on on this discussion? Are we going to move back and forth between part one and part two? Or are we moving on to part one, two? I, I guess um, so. I don't know. Chris, I mean, if everyone is done about part one, then we could definitely talk about part two now. I so. I just I just want to mention super quickly, like specifically about the animations. I was not happy with Venus's and Jupiter's attack animations. Same. Like they, yeah. they I mean, felt honestly, so much more low grade, and like Mars's was gorgeous. Yeah. So good. I think this Mars I think I think Mars is the only one that is actually really good. I mean, I wasn't really a fan of Mercury's either. Like Yeah, it, going it back, had a lot going, going on. Back, so I was willing to yeah, give it a pass. Yeah, going back to, you know, the 90s animation and everything like that. Oh yeah. Uh, I I loved um, you know, when Mercury came in and she did her, you know, Mercury Aqua Rhapsody and like the 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 harp is like this huge water thing and in this one you know it's this itty bitty little (laughs) you know kind of harp kind of thing and and like she doesn't even like play it that much did you guys yeah she's (laughs) go ahead amanda go ahead you're gonna you're gonna school us right now (laughs) i am going to blow your minds with manga weirdness one of the best things about the manga is that it's so fucking weird you guys like there's so much shit in it that's so weird that just like comes out of nowhere and then just never comes back. No, I hear so, that. Like that, I think yeah. I think that's why I I I never want to say like, oh, this is better or like that's I don't like the, the manga. That's one of the reasons because like, I the think manga... there's yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, I just want to say really quickly. I think like just with the art style of the manga, there's there there is a sort a sense of like dreamy nonsensicalness to yes, it that yeah. like you yeah. don't get from the anime that that no, yeah yeah lets you forgive it because you're you're I think you're kind of being implied to that you're being taken through this beautiful like you know ice cream fever dream kind of you fill Mm -hmm. in the blanks yeah 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 but like okay so like that harp that she uses in the manga it talks what yeah like see i knew (laughs) i knew that it would have some sort of significance in the manga like so i was willing to give it a pass it 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 talks it talks it talks one time and then it never talks again Oh man! Sense. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Mind blown. Gee. The oh, manga. Wow. There's okay. so much 
bonkers shit in the manga. And, like, that's part of why it's so fun to read and, like, fun to talk about. But also why it's like... so fucking weird to adapt into an anime. And, like, and like something that you guys brought up, um, I think, Chris, you brought it up, is, like, how, like, it is an adaption. And as an adaption, it needed to do more. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, it's, it's, it's the same thing where it's, like, if you try to stick with a book, then, like, yeah. you're, it, you're, it, it's going to not be good because you're going to leave out some important parts or... Yeah, um, there has it's, to be It's changes. not going to translate as well. Or, or, like, I think a better example is, like, a video game adaptation, right? Like, there, oh, there's just yeah. structural things to a video game where, like, it's not going to feel good to do expose about on, you know, in the beginning of the movie of the adaptation, yeah, mm-hmm. like there's there needs to be changes because you're moving to a different medium. There's inherently a different way you have to present yep. Yep. information to the audience in a different medium. Um, and so that, I think, is a valid criticism of not just the Eternal movies, but all of Crystal, is that there could have been more that they could have done to better adapt the manga for animation without yeah. necessarily really making major changes to anything that actually happened mm-hmm. in the story, yeah. you know? And so in, in terms of criticism, I do think that that is valid. Um, you know, making making the harp not talk, good yeah. good choice. Good choice. <laughs> I mean, I didn't need yeah, to put that I, I, in the I, anime. <laughs> I think I think my uh, my score for the first movie probably would have been way lower if the harp started talking. <laughs> <laughs> I would have just been like, "Whoa, you, okay." You know who I feel bad for is is the the uh, uh, person who adapted the script and the director, and they get to the talking harp, and they're just like, "Do we have to put this in here? Can we can we take yeah. out the talking harp? Is that is, yeah. is that gonna fly? Is that usually gonna like freak out about that?" Um. <laughs> But, uh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, I was just going to say, uh, since we're talking about, like, choices of items in (laughs) in this movie, I want, I want to point out that, uh, um, the, oh, crap, I forget what it's called for Chibiusa, when she says Twinkle Yell. Oh, the twinkle. Is Is it Twinkle Bell? What what is the bell, what is the bell called? Crystal Bell? Crystal. Crystal, Crystal Carrion? Crystal yes, yes. Carillon. Crystal Carillon. Crystal, Carillon. Crystal, Carillon. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce yeah. that word. Oh, we're bad fans. Yeah. We're going to get yeah. canceled. <laughs> <laughs> clearly don't know anything about Sailor Moon. Uh, <laughs> um, yes, that, the bell. I'm just going to call it the bell for short because there is a bell on it. Um, Low-key disappointed that is this teeny tiny yeah. little thing. Yeah, like, yeah. No, it's so yeah. cute. It's Are you so kidding? Cute. <laughs> Compared to... No, it's a little jingle jangle. It's adorable. <laughs> Christmas tree no, ornament. No, no. I'm sorry. I'm going back to the whole... No, I... I I want to see this cute little red heart with a little tiny bell on it and Chibi Usa saying twinkle yell uh, right after she says please, pe- please Pegasus protects people's dreams like come on I want I want that that cute little you know you want big hunk of thing you want the plastic that Toei can sell you for fifty dollars exactly. yes I do yes I do yes exactly not only that but. I also thought it was a little odd that Chibiusa also got a kaleidoscope scepter. Um, and also, 
going off animation wise, I I kind of was disappointed with because so in in Super S, whenever Usagi used um her kaleidoscope, there would be a split a, a split screen. Oh, that was the coolest so part. It, yes. That was the coolest yeah. part yes. of, of that like, attack. Literally yes. the coolest part yeah. about that move. Yeah, and with 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 this movie. No, no, no. Like, like throughout the whole, I, I say, like for Crystal as a whole, they don't really do a whole lot of split screen animation. Really, like a lot of it is just yeah. niche. I would extend and that to say the directing is very straightforward throughout most of the. Very, very, yeah, very, very yeah. on the nose. Because the I was storyboarding um, I... is is not very creative. No, it's um, not. It's very straightforward. Yeah, like um. I don't know if you have thoughts about Venus's attack specifically, but um, Amanda, because I'm I'm sure it probably matches the manga more, maybe. But like, I think in general with the with the animations and you know connecting this with the split screen, the lack of beautiful split screen from the '90s. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think the way that I would describe my disappointment in the animation is like there's a lack of like kinetic and sharp energy to the animations in this movie i feel like and honestly to a degree some of the previous seasons of uh the remake um like i think a really great example is venus's attack because like there's no like sharpness or like kineticness to the heart that she it's creates not snappy yeah, yeah, like like there's yeah. nothing satisfying ab- and, and like you know I'm not asking for the animation to be the same as the 90s, but there's something yeah. very like non-threatening and very a little bit too just non-powerful about that animation mm-hmm. where it's like one heart comes out, there's no other hearts unlike the 90s, and like there's no and then just like flowers trail behind the hearts. <laughs> um, well, it it's, doesn't. It's it's a power up to her Venus chain. Right. Yeah. So that oh, part. Oh, you mean her anal beads? <laughs> sorry. Oh, God. Andy. She is. the PG when, rating if listen, we're trying to sorry. keep that. I'm sorry. When I saw. Okay. She we're going is back to the Crystal. goddess of love, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, but when I fucking saw the cover for Crystal and I saw Venus having like these balls tied yeah. around oh, her right. fucking yeah. waist. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, those are anal beads. Great. Cool. We're off to a great start. No, she's always had those. <laughs> yeah, she's like, always like, had Yeah, like chain. that's been the, she's always had this. See, this is the dip this is like you're not wrong to feel that way. Like every Yeah, you're not wrong. But... You're valid. Your experience is valid. But I... me hearing that, I'm like Man, I read the manga like a like like soon after like me personally as the reason part of the reason I'm sure that I love the manga is that I read it very soon after discovering Sailor Moon. I saw it in a bookstore and I was like, "Oh my god, there are Sailor yeah. Moon comics. I need these right now." So, yeah. as like as soon as I could, that's like what I wanted for birthdays and Christmas and like yeah. you know but, what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I read the manga very quickly. And for me as a kid, it was all Sailor Moon, right? So for me as a kid reading manga, when I read the manga when I was like 13, whatever the manga didn't have, my brain just kind of filled in yeah. stuff from, yeah. mm. from totally. the anime. Like as you do when you're a kid. You, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you're like you'll just kind of because you don't know like what canon is when you're like 12. 
Like, oh yeah, you know, it's yeah. all no one, it's no all the knows. same. Yeah. yeah, it's all the same to you. <laughs> so so for me to see actually like this, and this is part of the difference between people like who was this really for? Who is Crystal really for? Right. Right. Because when yeah. like for me seeing Venus in Crystal for the first time and she has the belt on, I'm like, oh my god, she has her belt from the comic. I can't, I'm so fucking pumped for this. It's going to be just like the comic. I'm so excited. Oh, this has never happened before. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. So, yeah. Totally get it. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I would say that I, I also made a, a section of my notes just being upset at, like, some of the, uh, even Venus's kill animation when she kills those those two evil yeah. villains. No. Like, yeah. The red background with the people in the shadows, like that's lazy. I'm sorry. Like that's not. I don't. I don't like that. It was like a rip off of Persona Five. <laughs> yeah, literally. Uh, well, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, so, some of the some of the things yeah. that I think is okay. This is maybe me stretching, but okay. So stay with me on this one. But that <laughs> sure. that red black uh, red background, red and black hyper violent thing on on kill animations that that um, happens in Promise of the Rose. It happens in Revolutionary Girl Utena. It happens in yeah. Penguin Drum and Yurikuma. It's a very big Ikahara ism. It's in um, the first so, episode of Sailor Moon S where Ray is having her vision of yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah sure absolutely um, and yeah. I think I just think it's funny that there's like a theme in my head that I've never said out loud to people but. I think is there that like do you remember the end song on um the crystal season three where it was uranus and uh uh yet neptune singing and their voice actors singing the song and it's like a duet back and forth and they're like doing revolutionary girl utna poses on the thing with the yes. flowers all around with the roses and i'm like yeah yeah like you like some of what happened in this in the 90s series i guess because you're 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 not stealing, uh, uh, reappropriating it, I guess. I I, I, I saw that going as off the deep end. no, no. I saw that as like a intentional nod. Yeah, yeah, so that, yeah, yeah. That's kind yeah. of what I th- and like they left the uh, um, I I guess they're like this in the manga, but they left Uranus and Neptune and and the outer transformation sequences the same I think, and attack sequences right. the no, same sure. as I, well. Those are Hideaki Yano, though. Yeah, fact, yeah. factoid. So but, so yeah. Kai, are you arguing for the? red and black i am arguing that i think it's very convenient that uh <laughs> takeuchi I, I assume it's takeuchi as the creative force behind all these decisions i don't know that as a fact but i she has the right she has the power um uh, yeah so i i find it very convenient that there are a number of things that have been redacted from uh, they are changed back towards the manga from the original 90s series. Mm-hmm. She was mm-hmm. the... So, sorry to interrupt. Takeuchi was the chief supervisor. Okay, him. so she had final say in everything. Um, so, yeah, and I just find it... Fi- I find it passing odd that she was so willing to remove all of this stuff that uh, I would say made the original series great, but then uh, she kept a couple of these really aesthetic changes that were actually really good. Yeah, and... and because I think it yeah. felt more out of place from just as we were saying how on the nose the rest of the movie felt in yeah, terms of yeah, its art yeah, style. Yeah, exactly, I, exactly. I so it stuck out. Yeah. I don't know if it's actually that strange because I think okay. I think it's the aesthetics that she has been the most willing to be um, fluid on, um, yeah. Yeah, flexible sure. with. And it's the other stuff that – because another – so – this is me and my stupidly encyclopedic knowledge of Sailor Moon. Love it. Coming back again. 
I mean, um, I but, love it. Yeah, I'm here for I'm it. Here for it. <laughs> so another, another, yeah, another same. facet of this is that you also kind of have to understand what Takeuchi's relationship is with Toei. Um, oh yeah, right. because you please talk about this. Yes, because um, hasn't always been great, and uh, she has every right to maybe not necessarily want to give them any kind of leeway if she doesn't want to. Because, yeah. uh, you know, the way Sailor Moon even came into existence is that she had a manga called Codename Sailor V, which I'm sure you guys are aware of. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. It was it was mm-hmm. meant to be a one-off manga. A right, one and just done. about Sailor one, V. One chapter. No, not even that. It was meant to be one chapter in Nakayoshi and finished. Ah. And it was popular enough that she did a few more chapters. And then her editor, Asano who is also very involved in Sailor Moon um, and gets mentioned pretty frequently when it comes to the production of Sailor Moon. Um, Osa said, P, right? Osa P. that's him. He said, um, you know, Toei Animation is finishing up their, their show in the 7 p.m. on Saturday slot, and they're looking for a new show to fill that slot. What if we pitched this codename Sailor V thing that's pretty popular in Nakayoshi but we turned it into more of like a team yep. anime where there's more characters. Um, and she was like, yeah, okay, sounds good. So that's what they did. They took Sailor V and they went to Toei and they said, here's this manga that we've kind of got some rough ideas on. Um, what if we took this character and we had a team of characters that were kind of similar to her and we made an anime based on this? And Toei was like, yeah, we love that idea. Let's green light it. So... So Takeuchi was like, great. And she made all, all these other characters and this all this lore and all this story. And she br- brought it to them. And then they looked at it and they were like, uh, okay, that sounds good. And then halfway through the first season of the anime, they were like, yeah, we're not going to do that. Like they would start to, she would bring her <laughs> ideas to them. And they were like, yeah, we're not going to do that. And then, like they would start ignoring her. From what like, I heard, she was like <laughs> legitimately pissed about how season was... one ended. She was very mad. She wanted to kill off all of the characters in the manga, in the first arc of the manga. And her editor said, you can't do that. It's a children's manga. And she was like, okay, fine. (laughs) Then you watch episode 45. (laughs) Yeah, then you watch the end of season one, the anime. And it's like the best episode. It's like so good. So good. (laughs) Everyone dies. Everyone dies. (laughs) It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you serious right now? Uh. And... There's a lot of creative differences like that between the, the original anime team and the manga team. So, yeah. and I'm not saying anybody was necessarily right, but you have to like put yourself in the shoes of an original creator where this whole yeah. pro- this whole idea yeah. was pitched to you from mm-hmm. the beginning as you're going to be the creator of this big show. And we're going to bring your ideas to Toei and they're going to adapt them. And then what really happens is that Toei kind of takes, like, picks and chooses what yeah. of your ideas they want. For sure. And then they just <laughs> do whatever they want with them. Right. And then you're you looking back 25 years later and it's one of the, yeah. like, 15 largest intellectual properties in the entire yes. world. And you're a, yeah. a, you know, multi-millionaire and you're just like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... Uh, but it's like, but it's it's not... So many things were were different about it. One of the big differences, and I, I'm almost done. I'm sorry, but one okay. one of the big no, you're differ- good. Yeah. You're good. One of the biggest differences that I know that she didn't like was how Mamoru was treated 
in the yeah. anime. Oh, um, you can see that in this movie. Uh, oh, you mean, totally. Oh, you mean the damsel in distress? Yeah. Uh, Naoko Takeuchi and uh, Kunihiko Ikuhara had very different ideas about what to do with Mamoru. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, Ikuhara famously wanted to kill off Mamoru as soon as fucking possible and get him out of the story and get rid of him and not and Takeuchi was like no this is a shoujo manga for girls I'm intentionally trying to write a positive heterosexual relationship because so much shoujo manga at the time had like jerk boyfriends who, <laughs> who were supposed to be like likable anyway Right. And, yeah. and the fact that Mamoru is kind of like a male wife is like is like intentional. <laughs> <laughs> like that's on purpose. I love that term. <laughs> yeah. I love that term. Yeah, that's and term. and she wanted him to be a supportive, nice, like kind, kind of strict, older, like slightly older boyfriend. And instead the anime made him a college aged weirdo who was always mean to her. Mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. it just it was just a different take and so you can kind of see how when she got the rights back to her oh, yeah. creation oh yeah she was like you know what if we're gonna do a new anime we're gonna do it the way i meant to do it yeah totally, and you're yeah. gonna listen to everything that i say and then you know in the future maybe once crystal is finished Maybe the third Sailor Moon adaption will be like something in the middle, but I really can't blame her. No, I mean <laughs> I definitely saw that. Yeah, the I don't Mamoru blame her. Stuff I don't yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, can we talk yeah. about Mamoru in this movie? Because, oh, like, I love him. Hell yeah! That, Hell yeah! That passion leads to what I think are kind of like the. I don't want to say dumbest because that's like a value judgment that I, you know, but like the moments that kind of rubbed me um, awkwardly because Aww. one, there's this like plot thing of Mamoru gets the shadow coronavirus and he's coughing and he's like, <laughs> he can't, he, he's like, I'm fine, Usa. And he even like tells her off just so she won't like, it's like communicate with your future wife. I know. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like, ah. <laughs> and then, and then the other thing that really got me about Mamoru in this episode is like that idea of uh, the consummate support supportive uh, man wife you know be there for the heroine leads to in the climax to defeat uh Nehalania, they just kiss and then that's right. it and that's all that that resolves the the circumstances and well, i'm like ah. i mean that that's kind of just a magical girl thing don't you think no, no. See, see, <laughs> ah, don't get me fucking started i will be here all night um no, is, it, is no, that really like, that weird like having him say, "Oh, I believe in you," so, and then and then you know, a kiss. It's like that's not that doesn't do anything thematically. I would say that even Sailor Moon Eternal does not even qualify by my own metrics for being a magical girl show because the the plot is not resolved by any type of compassion or understanding or um, any type of you know. Positive oh my values. god! Oh my god! Don't get me started um, on the on, yeah, on part like kissing two. your boyfriend. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> what it's kissing your boyfriend? How... It's about how they're all uh, devoted to each other, and they all come together, and all their power coming together is what even makes Eternal Sailor Moon possible. Yeah, I get, I get that. There's that it, kind I, of like, I, this I, is, I see both this sides. Is, I see both. This sides. is a problem that I have with. This is another thing that comes up with the manga, and I understand where it comes from because it's another thing where it's like a different worldview of how the manga is with how the anime is. Yeah. The manga does still have all of that magical girl stuff. It's just about how all the main characters are like girls supporting girls and right. how they're all mm-hmm. in it 
to the end for each other and how they just don't put up with shit from the villains. It, it's still got that friendship stuff and and always being there for each other kind of stuff. It just isn't extended to the villains, which a lot of other Magical Girl shows do. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Now, I was the just show... thinking about uh, Healing Good Pretty Cure had the same exact thing. Exactly. Yeah. Now, the an- 90s anime extends that to the villains and gives them redemption arcs. But it's not a case that the manga is not Magical Girl because it doesn't have, like, the power of love saves everything. Because that's definitely still a thing in the manga. Absolutely, without a question. You are wrong about that, Kai. I'm sorry. Okay, so I, I have to I, agree with, I, disagree with you. I, I hear what both of you are saying. I think yeah. I think what, what what I'm reading from what Kai is saying though is 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 that like it did it was very, very much like coded and implied as opposed to something more put at the forefront at the at part and the at the end of part two, I think. Because because the friendship was represented from like a sequence of like eight different transformations happening twice essentially mm-hmm. right with yeah, the dresses yeah, and then yeah. then turning into their eternal forms and yeah. then then invoking yeah. their castles or whatever and then sending their cold uh, beams out towards yeah. Uh, yeah and then and then like that's like the representation now, artistically yeah. of it yes. i can agree with that yes. i can agree with that and, now and, and, would that have been better if this was a series and that had been de- an entire episode had been devoted yeah. to that can entire I checkmate thing you yes. here? can i can i can i totally <laughs> checkmate you here yeah um, go ahead well actually it does rely on the series but that literally this literally happens in sailor moon r the promise of the rose does it not when all four of the girls are like i'm supporting i don't want usagi to die we can't let usagi die yes and they're on the so comet are, and they hold the thing are you they have saying that's not a magical the, girl movie yeah no that's, that's what i was thinking about like more explicit yeah, it's more expl- y- yes that that they're supporting, but then but then I would say that uh, you know the the next step or or it's fine to support your friends, and we just got done actually watching Sailor Moon Stars, which the yeah, fifth season of the of the show. Danny and I were doing a, an, in a group watch, and there's this element, there's this moment near the end of Sailor Stars where the starlights actually start to believe in Sailor Moon. Yeah, and they yeah. have this this yes. kind of like what you're saying, like like we will lend you our power. Uh, Sailor Moon, because we we truly do believe that you can do it, or that you you know it's worthwhile for you to do it, um, and yeah, that that's one element of it. Certainly, um, I think though that without the next step, without Fiori giving Usagi back the thing, or or her reaching out her hand to Galaxia, or um, you know the Nehalania redemption arc in Stars is is mm-hmm. you know if you want to go there, then I think you kind of just end on a on a on a message that is a little too bad people are bad. Yeah, for me I mean to take I it. mean is I mean that's just I'm I I apologize Amanda but but for me I'm, okay. I'm like I'm like isn't that just the remake series in general isn't that just what it is? Like I've kind of learned to accept it even though I don't like no, it. No, it is. It is. That's, that's like that's I'm just saying what it is. that is the perspective of the manga. The yeah, manga yeah. does not give quarter to the evil people that are trying to kill them. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's that that's the worldview. Like, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm trying to find the right word. Do you guys understand what I'm trying to? Yeah, of course. Like what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I, I um, agree. Yeah. And and it, it is a difference. And it's one of those things where I can I can say to people like, oh, like, that's a reason why you like the 90s anime more than the manga. Totally valid, because that is a major difference between the two uh-huh. of them. And that's a major thing that you're not going to get in Crystal in the manga. So if that's what something that you like, if we're I get it. 
And you know? I, I also just have to say, like, if we're going to just go back and forth, because I think that's where we're going anyways with, you know, between part one and part two. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. Like, I I have to say, like, I laughed out loud when I watched the <laughs> the reminiscing of, you know, uh, Queen Serenity taking care of baby Usagi and her talking, <laughs> yeah. her, her saying, like, <laughs> the darkness cannot exist without the light, but I murked that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> I have to say, I have to say that whole like flashback of, you know, like how Nehelenia became whatever um, was so reminiscent of like Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, that's intentional. Like, for that's, sure. It's, like, an that intentional, is so... it's an intentional reference to Sleeping Beauty. Oh, cool. Love yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I definitely for sure high Sleeping Beauty vibes with that. I will also Absolutely. say that is more breadcrumbs of lore for uh, the Sailor Stars arc in the manga. Mm. Yeah. That, there that's are a lot the most of... different. That, that's oh, yeah. like totally. the, the uh, cauldron and then the Sailor yeah. Cosmos and all that. Sa- you you think this is different from yeah. from the, the 90s anime? Wait until you get to the Stars arc. Oh, totally. Like, I I'm, that I shit can only is, imagine. That shit is very different. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I'm actually excited about that because I yeah. do, I do, uh, I am actually excited if they are going to continue with it. Please continue with it. Um, oh God, please, please, that, please, like, please. They have to. Like this. I do want to see what Sailor Cosmos might look like in animated form. I'm very excited yeah. for that. Sure. If they do yeah. it, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd say I'd, I'm interested. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want it to be movies. So- Kai's interested yeah, no so that he can shit talk on it. Ah, come on. <laughs> I don't I don't want movies. No more movies. I really don't I mean, think I'm, I really don't think that I'm stars for can sure be done with in you movies. guys. I I'm yeah, I definitely would would prefer uh serialization like TV show over movies, absolutely. Um yeah, because they they definitely done me dirty with my favorite arc with these two movies. So um, but I will have to say, I hate the <laughs> bubblegum sleeves, and I will forever. Pretty ugly. I hate them. They are disgusting. <laughs> I, 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 I love, I, I love, you know, Usagi having, you know, the see-through white, um. I don't even know want to know what you want to call those, but like I just like those sleeves much better than you know these high high uh, gloves all the way up to like the inner portions of like the tricep. Like, yeah, I mean big ass <laughs> bubblegum sleeves. Like the the pointy fairy. <laughs> I'm gonna sleeve. be honest. Like I don't I don't know if, if yes, I, I'd yeah. love to know what y'all's thoughts are, but I've never been a big fan of the eternal costuming. Anyways, oh I hate it. Yeah. Like, I hate it. I hate I'm it. more. I'm not always a minimalist, but like I, I think they peaked when it was just the super forms, the and the you know with like the uh, super sailor moon forms, and for the mm-hmm, sailor scouts, mm-hmm. like you know just the one like you know shoulder detail. Yeah, just the one little shoulder detail. Yeah, and then and then the bow like the the bow right the, was the bow like being longer. longer on the back. Yeah, yeah, that that was yeah. my favorite. And then the heart. I I mean like it's mm-hmm. funny because again we're getting away from the movie a little bit, so I apologize, but. Like, even the 90s anime made fun of it, which I thought was funny. Remember when Sailor Moon, like, turns and then she knocks over a bunch of shit with her 
Wings. Oh, oh yes. yeah, yes. yeah. With her, episode, yeah. wings. Yeah. I, I was like, yeah, it's kind of impractical, and I don't really like yeah. it. But you've also hit on. Yeah. You've also hit on oh, one thing I wanted to bring up is the humor and and the f- reaction faces specifically and and yeah. the attempts at humor. Um, oh yeah. That I don't think landed in in the same way as they did in the '90s anime. And no. I know they're in For the sure. manga too. Like they, they certainly are. That's, it is. Yeah, I would agree. That's also been another consistent problem with Crystal. Yeah, like I think it's funny because they didn't have any of it in part two to a degree. They had like a little bit of it with um, Makoto and Motoko. Sorry, Makoto. and Mina. Sorry, Makoto. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I keep I get pronunciations mixed up with because of free and shit. Um, I absolutely <laughs> I cannot blame you for that. You're good. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> right, with with their, like, I, I actually really like the fact that they almost, like, turned their comedic faces into, like, the 90s yeah. manga yeah. form, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but they didn't have it in part two. Yeah, it was, it was definitely very mim- minimal, um, but the, the one thing that I did like about part two um, was the uh, scepter that usagi had yes um yes. to defeat nehelenia it was so okay it's so much better even though like this like eternal sailor moon comes in in sailor uh you know sailor stars and stuff but it compared to the 90s uh version of it this one i i would say is so much better than the one in where sailor it's stars. like pure white um, and agreed. it's really long it's pure white, yeah. It's 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 simple, yeah. And that's the right, thing. And has her, and, and I mean, has the silver crystal on top of it, right? Has the silver crystal so, on so top. So it's like she's, and the same so she's thing literally with, using like her herself, her own being to yeah attack and heal yeah. yes. stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was the same thing with uh with Mamaru, like with with his golden crystal and everything like that. Yeah, that um, part I liked. I I lo- I loved I, I and and. and going back to like with Mamoru and everything like I I like Mamoru in in this movie because he's not dumb and he's not useless a, a damsel in yeah. distress like yeah sure. he's not useless and he doesn't like fucking uh come in talk you know talks his wise man talk and then like you know okay now Sailor Moon go you like like dude you know like do something and like he does he does stuff in in this in 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 these two movies and and everything. I mean, aside from him, like you know, having cancer and everything. <laughs> um. Can I can I say, can I also say that his English voice? I don't know if you guys watched it in English or Japanese, but I think oh, I watched it. Oh, in, I watched I it in both. both. I'm I'm that. I person. did both. both. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I thought that Mamoru's English voice actor was the the best of. Well, oh, yeah. I mean, you got Johnny Robbie Josh, Damon Josh right there as Artemis, but Robbie yeah, Damon. he did a, gr- a great job with yeah. it, and he came across better just because of the, the he got more screen time. So yeah, it was mm-hmm. oh, yeah, even no, with him great. doing the dumb thing of like not telling Usagi about the cancer or the the virus. But it's like he whatever you want. He's to call it. Also, he, he still came off better than he does. He's in also the, the voice of Akechi in Persona Five. Oh, there you go. And, oh, oh, he no is. No wonder I like yep. him. No wonder I like him. And Prompto. <laughs> Prompto in Final Fantasy 15. Oh, oh no! Dude, we were just yeah. talking about this before oh, no we started wonder. recording. Yeah, no, he's, okay, yep. he's so talented. He's yeah, so he's talented. he's very good. I love him. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I like him even more now. 
Um, yeah, but also going back to like, you know, with Jungan Bosch being Artemis and everything, that's, that was another thing that I really appreciated of was, you know, Artemis, Luna, and Diana being transformed into their human forms. Oh, yeah. Um, that was so, that was so nice to see and everything. Um, another thing that I do want to point out is, uh, Chibiusa and Helios' relationship. Mm. Um, I, I love their relationship. Uh, I mean, I love I love it even more in Super S because, you know, Pe- Helios Pegasus is you know hiding from the dead moon in Chibiusa's you know dreams and stuff like that. Like he's protecting himself, um, so that he doesn't get caught. And with this. You know, like, it's just, it, I mean, it's not, like, necessarily the same thing, um, but the guidance that he gives Chibiusa, you know, to keep going and everything like that is, uh, I love it. Like, I, 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 as a character for Helios, like, he definitely played a very important part in this, in these movies, obviously. Yeah. And um, I, I will also say that even though it wasn't delivered the best, I was interested in... Yeah, it really wasn't. Uh, like, I was interested mm-hmm. in the arc of, you know, ch- uh, Chibi Moon wanting to become a lady and to kind of really be concerned about what Helios Pegasus yes. thought of yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. part one. Yeah. De- and definitely. And I mean, I for sure enjoyed that overall because you know when when Pala Pala uh like did that freaky friday thing with yeah, they kept Usagi the and and Chibiusa uh in the beginning of part 1 and um Chibiusa is sitting in the little park yes. and Pegasus all of a sudden comes up and it's all like you're beautiful and but like in super s you know uh when when Chibiusa was in that teenage form Pegasus didn't even show up yeah so I thought that was really um, interesting in the yeah 90s anime. I I yeah. think it, well, there's a lot to be said if we're bringing in Pegasus from the 90s anime, yes. who I've affectionately heard to refer referred to as the gaslighting horse, um, and not in very good connotations. I am um, not a fan of <laughs> 90s anime Helios at all. <laughs> sure, and I would I would kind of agree because yeah. like yeah he. It, I, there's so much more yeah. time. I don't know whether it's a function of there being more time or just not writing him properly, but like connecting all the girls' power back to Pegasus and like him showing up in every episode when they ring the Crystal Twinkle Bell. I think uh. he just comes out a <laughs> lot better in um, in Sailor Moon Eternal yes. because mm-hmm. they he's more tied to the plot. That is a great point. That. that is a really great point. Yeah, I, I um, could yeah. talk about Helios and why he's better in his manga the his manga. manga eternal incarnation <laughs> i could probably talk about that for like half an hour yeah no but... i actually really appreciate that because now that you mention it kai and amanda like the upgrade to the super forms for the inners was not great very like, like it yeah like literally i, like I was very anti uh it was very hand wavy it felt like to me yeah yeah um I mean, even even the same thing with the outers, like in in part two when um, Hotaru like got her memories back of being Sailor Saturn, and you know, 
um, Setsuna, Michiru, and Haruka were all like, oh, did you get your memories back? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> um, but here, here are your your uh, super sailor transformation powers, so hurry up so we can get the yeah, fuck out of here. Yeah, to explain transform. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, so basically, Sailor Saturn's power is equal to that of... <laughs> I don't know. Of Helios. No. Of, of Helios I mean, and, and, and like all of the levels. all of the inner scouts, inner should, princesses. Should be yeah. fair, to be yeah. fair though, yeah. it, it she is though. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sailor Saturn yeah. is I mean, like basically that. on the level of Sailor Moon. She's... When we start talking about relative power <laughs> yeah. levels, my eyes gloss no. over so fucking hard. Oh yeah, hard. no, yeah. I mean, so let's not, I will let's not get instead. Too into that. Let's no. not get too into that. But, yeah. <laughs> I will instead forcibly shift the conversation <laughs> to the very cool representation of the Outer's Gay House, which I thought was great. Oh, yes. How have we not That's talked about that yet? One of the best parts. Yes. Completely. Also, also, yes, like, can we talk about it. their outfits? Like, I love that Setsuna just <laughs> hangs out like in like her undies. <laughs> <Girl>. <laughs> oh yes, I love. Okay, I, I know. So, very niche when it comes to the 90s outfits um, in, in the 90s anime. Like, all point on uh, like, for everyone. Every, everybody so had such good outfits. But I will fucking agree with you that Setsuna, I, goth girl right there, mm, I, yes. Okay. I'm all And for then it. Haruka, too, is just hanging out in a bra. And Haruka, an open oh, yeah. Like, Haruka is just, like, with her titties She's just out baby and baby with her boobs yeah. out. <laughs> um... Yeah, no, that I, I definitely fairly enjoyed the second movie far far more than I did part one. Um, yeah. Um, oh, uh, yeah. I didn't. It, it was just more enjoyable. I feel. Yeah. Um. I uh. Hopefully, it's okay for me to also ask for opinions about other stuff. Sure. Um, Go ahead. Yeah. So yeah. two things, real quick. So number one, I think, especially as a bigger fan of the '90s anime, it was a little bit odd for me to see all three of them so concerned about not being able to transform. I guess, I, I think I just have this idea in my head of Neptune, especially of you know, since she's Neptune, right? Like she's so wise and is able to intuit everything. Right. Yeah. She's like, very. Like, yeah. I yeah. I was surprised seeing her so concerned and scared because I will. 90s Michiru would have been like everything will be fine like something, <laughs> yeah. something's okay. happening she never breaks right. but yeah. everything will be fine um and I there was a disconnect for me because when Saturn was like oh you know are you gonna play the game with me I was like this doesn't look like a game yeah I was like this looks like power practice <laughs> like practicing with your powers or something but well not yeah like... because she's mm-hmm. like a fucking weird like apocalypse child Teleco- yeah yeah she's like a te- she's a telekinetic <laughs> yeah like. can, I, can i say too that this whole like that's the start of movie two so the what you've mentioned here is that um the outer soldiers never appear in sailor moon supers at all except they for the don't. bonus episode nope. which i have a cell of downstairs i'll give a picture of you I anyway hate you. <laughs> they never appear so it's like it's i thought that was like the biggest like just with mamaru right i thought that was i read that as takeuchi having an axe to grind and she said you fuckers wrote out the 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 outers of this season so we're we're putting them back in and we're putting them back in in force yeah of course they did um Mm. also like okay can we is it time for us to talk about sailor saturn's transformation and how underwhelming it is (laughs) yeah uh, yes. yes, I was yes. very disappointed compared I to the all so compared unhappy. to all the other three. Yeah, 
Yeah, same. Very disappointed. The, yeah. the context being that I don't believe we ever see Sailor Saturn's full transformation in the series. Is yeah, that... no, pretty much. She, yeah. she has she has had one transformation before now. It is about three seconds long, and it's from a Sega Saturn game. Yep. Okay. Wow. Other yeah. than that, this is her first animated transformation. Is in and it was movie. lazy, and it, it happens so fast and is so unremarkable and is so like, visually uninteresting that you like don't even, even under, you don't even realize it's happening until it's yeah, over. Yeah, like like even even like her her entrance in um the series for the remake of Crystal was longer felt more yeah. long and more yeah. substantial yeah when like the, the camera goes like down her body right and she's yeah. like spinning and shit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i was very upset. i i was yeah. so I, unhappy i was underwhelmed like like yeah. you have the budget now you're trying to make this like a big budget movie somewhat but you know but you have this is the opportunity to like really like make the mark of sailor saturn and they just drop the ball yeah. yeah, especially in comparison to modern uh, movie magical girl transformation sequences. I'm thinking of like modern Pretty Cure films or Madoka Magic yeah. Rebellion, yeah. which like that is a huge freaking draw yeah. of why you're even coming to this in the first place. It's just these these attack animations and this uh, these transformations will be new power up transformations, and to drop the ball <sighs> like that is. Well, I'm even even compared to the other three like. Uranus, uh, Neptune, and Pluto, like, all their transformations are beautiful. I mean, I, I think out of all four of them, and, I mean, I have a special love for ne- for Neptune because, I mean, I'm a Pisces, and Sailor, uh, you know, Michiru, actually, we're birthday twins. Oh, cool. So, oh, my God, really? Uh, um, That's so yeah, cool. I'm yeah. birthday twins with Sailor Mercury, actually. Oh, nice. Awesome. Awesome. That's I great. I take a lot of pride in that, it. even though I didn't have anything to do with it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, same. Can I, but, can like, I, but yeah, can I interject like, and say I'm birthday twins with Mako Tsunami from Yu Gi Oh! And that's there it. There you go. <laughs> I'm a sailor soldier that's... to him. <laughs> All right, moving on. I'm um, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Savage. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I am birthday twins with Sailor Neptune. Um, but yeah, they're so, trans. And I love. I, I love her transformation, but my I think my favorite one has to be Sailor Pluto's. Oh, like, yeah, it was great. God, it's so good. I just love, like, how long her hair is and, and you know, just you you seeing uh, – you're you're looking down at her as she transforms. Right, like, like – that's I, that's super different compared to all I, the I other ones I completely agree. Like, there, there's something special about, like, her looking up because, like, you know, she's going around the – She's making a circle like a clock, right? Like that's the whole yeah. mm-hmm. symbolism, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I think is yeah. cool. Um, and it's reminiscent, yeah. and it still matches like with the outer transformations, which is all like a circle, and then you know you draw a circle yes. with your thing. Um, and then you have fucking Sailor Saturn, where like she doesn't even make a fucking circle. It's like, yeah. girl, okay. you're Sailor Saturn. You have a ring around your own planet. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't have it right in front of me, but to the best of my recollection. She like curls up into like a fetal position, and then it just cuts straight to her face. Yeah, and, like she gets her tiara. Yeah, and then she gets her tiara, and then it zooms out, and she's just transformed, and that's yeah, it. Like, like yeah, like there's the, no like, like effects it's not around even her. her. Here, it's uh, it's here. I just I just YouTube. It's it. oddly not YouTube even it. her her planet insignia. Like it's it's just like you know an oval like in, <laughs> uh, Moon Prism Powers 
transformation. Yeah. And then like yeah. it just shines and like, you know, wipes the screen and then she's in her outfit. That's it. Yeah. She's just like, I'm watching it right now. She all she does is she's sitting like she says, you know, moon crystal. Or, I mean, Saturn crystal power, whatever you want to call it. And then she like she's in like this little fetal position, turns around and then she like stands up and then all of a sudden like she has her tiara on and then boom like she has her clothes on and that's it. Like there's Ugh. nothing around her. It's there's like no, like a no nothing. Like her thing. entrance Nothing's animation was more exciting. Her rings. entrance animation was more exciting. Yeah. yeah. Um, like it is like I just find it so insulting and so sad to that character. I mean, I love Sailor Saturn. I think like she's so fascinating and I have right. Kai knows that I have like a very strong proclivity yeah. for like you know the mysterious purple. slash like is she evil is she not magical girl characters that right. are usually purple mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that they all get purple yeah, yeah. um yeah. purple or black and um <laughs> you know like you know i think it's very cool and dark to have like the theme of death and rebirth as like an element to your sailor powers um and yeah i just felt it was so disrespectful and uh i uh like it is sad that fan made transformations of sailor saturn are better than this yeah <laughs> yeah like, like yeah. i don't know but uh, do you remember i okay i don't know where you guys are with magical girls but in the final season of symphigear um there was a lot of hullabaloo for kirika's transformation sequence or and really all the girls too just because they're so elaborate and it's like a thing where you get one an episode and it's like just the thing that all the fans are frothing at the mouth for and then they spend all this time and all this animation on this transformation sequence and then yeah to have to wait 25 years and then and uh, fan favorite like sailor saturn just to be it's like what yeah yeah like and um like i uh i don't want to spend too much time on this because i want to move on but i like have you have y'all watched any of the fan made sailor saturn animations because there is one by sailor moni that is very good. They do a, a lot of like, you know, upgraded eternal transformations and they're all very well made. Like, um, I'm sure I have at some point. Yeah. It's a great, like it's a great sailor Saturn transformation where like she draws a circle and then like the, the silence blade comes out of the circle and she touches it. And then like it gives her her leotard, but not the full outfit. Like, yeah, mm. it's, that sounds cool. Yeah. It's very good. Um, before we, we get to kind of like um, talking, you know, or, or some kind of ending place, I ha- I do need to talk about the English localization mm. of this movie. So yeah. kind of changing gears here. Yeah. Um, th- I think there were a number of pretty big missteps by Netflix on this, or I don't know who was in charge of the ADR and the, and the dubbing, but... Yep, there it is. Oh, my God. Oh, cool. You're welcome. So we'll come back <laughs> to that. But... um. They left in the uh, the little the what do you call them endings the 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 chan and the san and honorifics. The, the honorifics thank you that's yes. the word and and boy that they didn't do that for the the redub no. of the original show and it was no they didn't it's, it's the same voice actors right like they kept the same yeah, cast yeah. and it's the same company I think in charge of maybe not I don't know something happened somewhere the ball got dropped yeah no I was con- I actually wasn't sure I don't know if y'all have insight on this like because it's the same voice actors from yeah. Viz but but I so I don't understand like why Viz just didn't take this for themselves or yes. if if they if they bought out Viz and Viz already finished it or something or they're working with Viz I'm not sure. Um, it had to be Netflix money. Uh, this is what I know about it. 
Um, what I know is I, I don't know why Netflix got it. I'm guessing it's Netflix money. I can't tell you why Viz doesn't have it. Uh, I, 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 the only thing I might be able to say is that maybe Viz doesn't have the uh, infrastructure or the resources to premiere a movie online like this the way mm. Netflix does. Maybe that's the only thing I can think of. I kind of doubt that. Um, but other than money, that might be the only reason I can think of. <laughs> yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to go with money because, yeah. you know, how it's because, you know, Netflix is, is so high in power <laughs> with everything. Yeah. I have a story about um, this real um, quickly. So. Oh, go ahead. Okay, it's not not super related, but right. I saw um, Otsuka and the staff of Studio Trigger at at, at Otakon a couple years ago, and then they said one of the questions was, "Would you ever work with Netflix again?" And then Otsuka, the <gasps> producer at, at Trigger, was like, "Hell, fucking yeah! If they come with a check, we're taking that shit. Like, please leave Little Witch Academia on repeat on Netflix, so they'll come back to us." That's so funny. So, that Netflix money that makes things happen. Seriously. Um, yeah. But I, I, I will say this, um, one, number one, it actually leaked a long time ago that the Sailor Moon Mo Eternal movies were going to be on Netflix um, through a casting call mm. um, on some mm. kind of... Um, Wait, but like, why? Like talent search website for voice actors. Wait, but why would there be a casting call if they're just casting all the same people? That is what we said. <laughs> so we said, "Oh, That's oh weird. no!" We, all of us in the Crystal, the the tiny, we're a tiny community, but we really love Crystal, and we all said, "Oh God, oh no!" Are they recasting everybody? Is this going to be an Evangelion situation? Yeah, oh, that's God. what I was worried about. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, please yeah. no Netflix, don't do this. So, so it leaked that Netflix. We've known for a long time that Netflix was going to have the Eternal movies, and we were all worried for a long time. When it when news broke that they were not doing that and they had um, what we knew at the time, almost all and what we eventually learned, all of the same dub voice actors as what we've had since the Viz redub started, everybody was overjoyed um, that, that, that they managed to do that. So it's like, oh, great. Netflix did something good for once. Then yeah. this news broke about the honorifics being kept in the dub when the Viz dub didn't have that. And everybody was like, no, right. why? And what I can say from what we know is that uh, and Netflix, I blame Netflix for this because this is Evangelion. This is they pulled an Evangelion that was apparently requested by Naoko Takeuchi that they keep the oh, in. Oh, shit. That would explain. I was going to say, Studio Kara. And you know what? The... Takeuchi, I will stand you forever and back, but I can't stand you on this one. We need Netflix to stand up to these Japanese studios who want things right. to be more literal yeah. in translation. And we yeah. need Netflix to say yeah. to them, listen... This isn't going to sure. work in English. Sure. I, I, no. And, I, 
that also leads very it's, nicely into the last thing I have yeah. to get out about the localization. <laughs> because in the in the Netflix Evangelion, you remember the whole controversy with them like changing the the they had this translation that they've wanted for years and years, and they finally got the um you are worthy of my grace oh, instead of worst. I love you and all that the jazz. Worst. Um, yeah, that's its own rabbit hole. But like, I think that. I wonder if the even the localization was reviewed back on their end instead of with the people who were localizing it a bit more because like this is a line this is a line that I have taken and captured and um I don't know I just want to I just want to give this to you. Sure. Chibiusa says, "I feel the nightmares flooding in and what I feel makes me so sad." <laughs> and I was just like mm. How can you write that in English and be like, okay? I don't know. Yeah. 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 It's not good. It's bad. It, it's quite it really, bad. Yeah. I, I, I hear that. And I would also say that they took certain liberties with it that I was okay with. There were some parts that I kind of almost wish that they did take liberties with. I, I wonder if maybe for me it's more noticeable when it's English because – or – because most English media it's doesn't an, talk like that. Sorry, go ahead, Danny. Yeah, well, it's an ear sore kind yeah, of. Cause like, like, yeah, because we're, cause we're not used to, like, I'm not going to fucking call Kai, Kai-chan. Like, yeah. Kai oh, food. yeah. Like, and like, we just don't do that That makes here. me feel so mad, Danny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> but, but it's not even stuff like that. Do you want me to call you that? No. <laughs> it, it's not even that. It's not even, like, honorifics, though. It, it's past that for me. Like, I, I've noticed more that with Eng- – I notice a lot more in the English dub when – because they say it a number of times because, you know, it's a lot of characters on one screen for part oh two God, where it's like it Uranus, time. Neptune, Pluto, Saturn. Uranus, <laughs> Neptune, yeah. Pluto, yes. Saturn. Yes, yes. yes. Um, there's a lot of that that uh, I know. My husband is super into Kingdom Hearts, and that happens all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sora, oh, Sora, Sora, Donald, Donald Goofy. Yeah. Sora, Sora, Donald yeah. Goofy. <laughs> Oh, oh my god! <laughs> and I yeah. think that maybe that doesn't sound so weird in Japanese. It doesn't. It doesn't. Um, but right, in English, yeah. it sounds super fucking weird. Like, don't yep. don't do that. We, yeah, we would um, say like everybody or you guys, or yeah. you know, we right. wouldn't we wouldn't recite everyone's name in like one after another like that in English. It just mm-hmm, doesn't. Mm-hmm. That just isn't what you say in English. Yeah. And I know what you're getting at. Um, and I completely agree, and that's kind of what I'm talking about. And Viz does a better job with that, 100. Mm. If you've ever watched yeah. the Viz dub yeah. of the 90s anime, yeah, um, they do a yeah. really yeah. good job, in my opinion. I didn't consciously look for that, but I will now. Yeah, um, on Hulu, it's on. Hulu. Oh yeah, no, I've I've, I've watched it on Hulu. I yeah, I just never watched like listened for the. They better- don't go oh, overboard yeah. with it. Um, but there are enough instances of it that that if you're paying attention you can appreciate it yeah like okay. like the the original sailor moon 90s anime has a lot of puns and like weird meta humor mm-hmm. and yeah. the viz anime dub makes an attempt to include that kind of humor even if it gets lost in translation in one area yeah they'll kind of incorporate a different joke in a different scene yeah Oh, Danny, what was the one? They did they did tongue twisters in stars in one episode of stars they do tongue twisters oh. and and i was like oh this is a localization moment we gotta we gotta review yeah. these oh i don't remember like there's a i think yeah, the I first exactly. the first I episode remember. of the viz dub 
um, like like when Usagi and Mamoru first meet each other, and Mamoru's like, "Oh, thirty percent, you should study harder," and and Usagi's like, "Oh, you're so mean," and she runs away, and she like walks away. In in the Viz yeah, dub, she's yeah. like, "You're so stupid with your stupid purple pleated pants," and she's like stomping yeah. away. And it's so funny, and that's not in the Japanese version, but that kind of humor is in the Japanese right. version, you know? Yes, so, it's intent, right? right? Yeah, the yeah. same experience, exactly. exactly. Yeah, so the Viz dub does do that like more often, yeah. and I wanted, mm. I want to see more of that in Sailor Moon, and that definitely is yeah. not a thing in this. Uh, dub. I, I, I can't help but when I heard that I was taken back to the Deke dub too. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. how dare you give yeah. me that? Sure is cute though. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. Um, Too many um, examples. Did you guys have other things that you guys really wanted to hit on this one? I, I kind of wanted to move it towards a place where we can give our final thoughts. Um, because yeah, I yeah. Have to go yeah. At some I, I was about to say that there is one thing that I, I just want to do point out. Um, the ending credits for both uh, part one and part two, they pay homage to the EDs of the 90s anime, which... I really appreciated because the second ED for the for Super so is one of yes. my favorites. Like yes. I love that I love that song. Like don't get me wrong, I love, you know, the slow um slow tone of the first ED of Super, but that that second ED when the like all the girls are like in their pose and stuff, and then oh, you the know, lights the, come the on, the lights just flash on. Oh, yeah. I love, love that! It. It's so like love it's it. so like eighty groove, right? Like, yeah. yes, yeah. I love it. I love it, and and to hear at least a little bit of that in the second movie, I I was just like, okay, yes, that was cool. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm slightly happy. That was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> so that's my, I mean, that's my final thought. Really. Um, so. for for me, I think. I'm happy to forgo the rest of my notes. The The main note that I wanted to make was, again, about the animation, to be honest. So I I love this, the outers, the original, you know, non-Sailor outers transformations. Mm. I love them. Mm. I will say, though, that, like, another moment of, I guess, what I would argue is laziness to me in the animation is that, like, the lips, the, uh, the lipstick would just appear in a way, and, and it, it wouldn't, uh, like, you know, oh, slowly yeah. appear across the lips yeah. like they do in yeah. the 90s anime. Yeah. That's that a detail a that I always yeah. appreciated in their transformations for the outers. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like that. And it, it was the same thing for um, in the transformation for Sailor Moon and Chibiusa where, like, the leotards would just appear and it wouldn't, like, slowly appear, like, up their body, you know? I didn't yeah. like that. Mm-hmm, I did not mm-hmm. like that. I thought that was lazy. Yeah. That's all. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Well, um, if if nobody uh, else has any like like super pressing things about the show itself, I, I want to give my kind of closing thoughts on. Um, oh well, Sailor wait. Moon Eternal. Do you or want? You want to go somewhere else with it? Wait. Do you want yours to be the final final thoughts? Because then, and no, then I'll, no, I'll just I'm add not that. My, I'll add Whoa, my. I'm final. not that proud. No, it's okay. Not... I'll just add mine. It's okay. I'll add mine. I'll add mine. I just want to say that if you don't like crystal or eternal that's valid that's totally fine and there are some people out there who get like triggered by crystal and eternal <laughs> and if you if it makes you that mad because you kai. Don't... <laughs> well i don't think kai is necessarily 
in that group of people. I'm not triggered. I'm yeah, only, like, I'm there only are joking. people out there. Season one was a little, it, it was my yeah. worst show of the decade. There, yes, it was. There are folks out there who actually are very, like, that aggro about it. Um, and if you're one of those folks, like, just don't, you can just not watch it. Like, you don't have to watch it. It's okay. Um, but, like, Sailor Moon brings a lot of joy into my life. And it makes me happy. And I always love meeting other Sailor Moon fans. And I would love for other people to have take as much joy from the remake animations that I get out of it. So for anyone who is willing to have maybe more of an open mind after listening to this podcast, uh, I would really encourage you to check out the manga. Because even though it is really different from the 90s anime, there is a lot of stuff in it that's really cool and that you might find mm-hmm. that you really like. And then after you read it, you might watch Crystal and have a kind of a different reaction to it. Because yeah. Yeah. once you know that you're going to get something different and that it's not meant to be like the thing that you already don't remember, um, you might be able to appreciate it for what it does have to offer. And I think a lot of that is, like, there's a lot of good stuff in there, and that includes Sailor Moon Eternal. And then, like, you'll be primed and ready for when they do the Stars arc. And there's, That's like, true. All, everything I'm saying applies to Which Stars I arc. Hope they and there's do. a lot of really cool yeah. stuff in Stars arc. But it's kind of the same thing where if you go into the Stars arc movies or TV show or whatever they end up doing, and you kind of you're hoping to see the same thing that you already got in the 90s anime, you're going to be disappointed. So mm-hmm. why not maybe uh, ha- like go into it knowing it's going to be different and have an open mind and maybe get enjoyment out of it instead? You know what I'm saying? Agreed. So, yeah. So I'm not saying you have to. If you really hate everything that you've seen so far, then it's probably not for you. Um, but as somebody who loves everything Sailor Moon and like there's good and bad things about every adaption and version of the story, like there is good stuff in there to see. And even having said all that, like there are still problems with how Crystal, the recent adaptions have done their thing. So even if you have problems with it. There's probably people who still agree with you, even people who like it. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Let me go next, and then Chris and Daddy, you guys, you guys yeah. can close this out. Oh, um, I'm... huh? Never mind. Go ahead. You can go if you want to go. Oh no, no, I like I don't have anything. Well, I guess I do have more I can say. So yeah, please go. I was about to say you got something in there, Chris. <laughs> maybe you can come back towards the other side because i my opinions are very different obviously from amanda's um i would like to say that this year um i watched the uh the 20th anniversary movie looking for magical doremi that was the show that was made well directly after sailor stars came uh cutie honey f and and fun fun pharmacy but the next season then they started magical doremi so it's another Toei show. A lot of the people that worked on the original anime went on to work on Magical Doremi. Um, and it was helmed, of course, by Junichi Sato. And he did the film um, for the 20th anniversary. And he, I was watching an interview with Junichi Sato. And the, interview, the interviewer asked him, why back in the you know, early 2000s, did you make Magical Doremi so dark in subject matter when it's made for little girls? 
and and Sato kind of like paused for a second. He's like, we we didn't or we didn't try. We just tried to make it true to life. And I think hmm. that quote. Uh, first of all, I recommend that everybody, literally everybody, go watch Looking for Magical Doremi. It is what I would consider um, the an adult magical girl Ooh. experience. Okay. Um, okay. So yes, and and it does rely a little bit on watching the series, but you know, do it do it anyway, just just so you can see. Um, but this quote right here is the epitome of kind of why I'm not into Sailor Moon Eternal, um, because it doesn't feel true to life to me, and it doesn't capture that kind of universal truth that I think the magical girl genre continuously provides to me. Um, that said, I don't think it's it's terrible i think there's tons of ways to read sailor moon eternal and and the remakes the modern remakes of the manga in ways that you can find something of value in mm -hmm. so um yeah that i would say watch the original anime <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where i'll leave that so you guys can go now Google, Chris, do you Google want to go? my guides, uh, a filler reduced guide to <laughs> Sailor Moon. No. That cuts out all the bad episodes. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> hmm. I feel very motivated after watching Eternal to actually like sit down and read all of the manga because I haven't completed reading them, to be honest. Um, I have two of the eternal editions because I want to co eventually complete my collection, but, um, they're because beautiful I, books. Yeah. Cause I yeah. do want to, I mean, yeah, the cover art is incredible. Um, I want to basically, I don't know how I want to close out. I mean, right now this is the type of movie where like, I would say that I loved it just because like I'm a Sailor Moon fan and I very much believe in like watching everything and trying to consume everything that I can get access to as a Sailor Moon fan. Um, I don't think that this makes a good movie. Um, like I don't think by a long shot, this was a good movie necessarily, but yeah, it, it scratched that itch that I wanted to scratch, even though I'm not like a, a manga fan, like Amanda is yet. Um, because I haven't finished it. And uh, I would say that... I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's the type of comfort food that I just really am always happy to consume for me, like whether or not like I like it or... I, I like like it or not, in air quotes. And, you know, if you're not into like you know doing the work of like buying all the manga and then reading it like i would just say that you know treat it like a really good trip down memory lane yeah you know mm -hmm. yeah, because yeah. for me who again has not uh appreciated the manga enough in my opinion that's kind of how i looked at crystal for me um in the beginning was like yeah you know like this is just like a nice quick way because because there's no filler monster of the day episodes for me to like reminisce and to go back and to revisit these characters yeah. in a different type of lens um and yeah like i agree with both with everyone here i think we're all of the same mind i think where, where it's like if you don't like it then like you know it's uh no one's forcing you to watch it and 
there's no I, I think the thing is that like if you're such a hardcore fan of the 90s like I think it's important to understand because one of my favorite YouTubers who also loves Sailor Moon um, ALB in Wonderland uh, talked about this idea that I've been holding on to for a while where it's like if you like a certain version of something like I don't know like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or something like or Gundam not everything has to be for you or like you know? Star Wars right. is another yeah. example. Yeah, yeah. Star Wars is another. Is Star yeah. Wars a great yeah. example? Like not every like my my favorite property, the '90s anime, will still be there for me, and it always will be there for me. And I think that's really important to understand when we have discourse about this. Um, is that like you know the thing that we yeah. love is still there? It's it's like the the new thing does not pose a threat to the original mm-hmm. thing, right. and um. Like, I think it's really fun to argue, I but I think it's important to not let that be your the entirety of your identity. But, I mean, that's that's just, you know, part of growing up, I think. Like, I think that's something that yeah. I yeah. try yes. to be very vocal about is, is, like, you know, I know that a lot of fans are, are young, um, might be on the younger side, who are very inflamed about properties. But um, I think it's very dangerous to attach your identity to any specific one. And, um, yeah. That's pretty much it. If if you think that the voice acting in the original Deke dub though is like better than the Viz dub though, like I don't know what to say to you though. But I that's think all you're I'll wrong. Say. I think you might be wrong. <laughs> I mean, I mean, okay. What so <laughs> about that? Um, they they definitely did not make the best choices, um, especially with you know, or Uranus and Neptune being cousins. Um, <laughs> but however, uh, the, I, I can definitely say, and I think Kai agrees with me is that some of the VAs for the deep dub is just more natural to me. I feel like they fit more of the characters rather than this, this Viz, yes. Viz cast dub. Danny, we're supposed to be um, wrapping up and you can't make me go on this tangent about uh, Susan sorry, Roman I'm sorry. as a leader. I'm, sorry, no, I'm, I'm, I'm the one that started right it. Now. I'm the one that started it. I apologize. Okay. I didn't, I didn't have to say it. I didn't have it's to say fine. it. Wait, wait, we're wait, not going to go back really for another we, episode and I will. Oh, really quick. Wait, yeah, we I can go the, back. I, we can always I met the ADR. We can always come back to it. He's a small Canadian man. I met him at a convention once and he came to talk about it. Wait, wait, really quick. Which Deke, which Deke voices do you prefer? Let's let's assume the Deke voices were directed better. They had better voice direction. Oh, Luna, oh, Luna, 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 yep. Luna uh, is is for Terry sure Hawks, like the best. Terry Hawks, the superior Sailor yep. Moon of all. Yep. Sailor Absol- Moon. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Just doesn't yes. have it Sailor yes. Um, yes, the voice from yes. Makoto. Alita? Yeah, Susan. Su- uh, Susan oh, yes. Or, um, always. For sure. Susan Roman was her name. I, I think, yeah. I think always be the voice of Ray Lita. as well. Ray's voice uh, actress Ray was, was incredible. Yeah. But, but Christina V is also a Christina yes. V is the perfect manga Crystal Ray. Yeah, because, because manga because Crystal I think... Ray is more like weird, like mysterious and like yeah. elegant. Yeah, but yeah, like because, 90s yeah. anime Ray original yeah sure yeah Yeah. i could i could take like the the acting was good and and like there was there was a much greater sense of like annoyance for usagi that i appreciated in her voice and and like i mean i i love that she kind of i don't know if she was directed to do it but i love that she had like this way of saying serena right like throughout the, her entire serena. run like, 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 like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, stop serena <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the annoyance like reading her teeth as she says serena is so, so good. good yeah yeah but anyway i mean we can always come back yeah. 
and talk about that for sure. I would love to do that. Oh, um, yeah. And go further in about that. Um, but as for, for my closing, I mean, I'm, I, we've talked so much about this movie that my closing statement is just going to be thank you guys for coming and doing this review. Uh, thank you, Kai, for setting this up and telling me about these two hey, wonderful people. Me. Thank them. Um, <laughs> I mean, well, still, like, you know, I, I mean, I came to you too and was all like, hey, we should talk about this. And then you told me about these two wonderful, amazing human beings. And, you know, aside from like having like many miscommunications along the way, I mean, we definitely it's pulled fine. through Mercury's it. It's fine. Mercury's retrograde. It's so, fine. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, I just want to say thank you to all of you guys for coming and talking about this. Um, do, I would like you, all three of you, to, like, if you have anything to plug for, like, your own podcast or anything like that, like, now's the time to do it and everything. So, um, Chris, why don't you go first? If you want to Sure, plug people can find me everywhere at one winged Chris. That's one spelled out. Um, and um, I also happen to be a tarot and astrology student, not in in no small part because of Sailor Moon, to be honest. Um, oh, so I do, I do <laughs> offer like tarot readings and astrology stuff on my website. I added a page to it recently. I also do consulting awesome. work if you know anyone that needs help with stuff. But um, I recently, yesterday actually, I did a live talk with my friend Kate Sanchez. Uh, we were talking all about Dojinshi and Yawin and Yuri and like the state of that medium, that genre, which I was really Ooh. happy to be a part of. Um, I also was recently uh, modeling for Cloak Brands Pride Collection. Um, uh, every, everything is sold out. I think 10% of the proceeds went to the Trevor Project, which is great. Um, but I think most of it is sold out. But if you want to, you can admire me on their uh, Instagram page. Um, and uh, you can also... so. We're coming back sometime. I'm not sure when, but I am part of a podcast called Not Safer Weaves where we talk about uh, doujinshi and ships specifically. We talk about a ship every yeah. every episode. Awesome. Um, we talked about Sailor Moon and Seiya for our first Sailor Moon one, which I thought was very hey. funny. Yes. Um, yeah. And yes. <laughs> and um, I also <laughs> am currently part of a podcast. We're going through like a month long break. I think we're. The name is called Have You Tried Not Being a Podcast, The Podcast. It's about queer media. So, yeah. Nice. Awesome. Cool. Amanda? Um, uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I am at Lambda Power. So that's Lambda spelled out like L-A-M-B-D-A Power. Um, I am also a host of a podcast about Madoka Magica, which is madoka magicast so that's madoka magicast on twitter and we're also on youtube and soundcloud at madoka magicast um my co-hosts on that are yasha and vana from empty movement which is the longest existing english language revolutionary girl utuna fan site um nice. they are extremely cool people <laughs> and Basically, the premise of the podcast is that I convince them to watch uh, Madoka Magica with me um, blind. And we, we yeah, we recorded an episode of the podcast after each episode. And um, it's 
I have to say, uh, it, it's extremely interesting how it turned out. Um, so if you like Medica Magica, I would recommend it. Um, it's a great podcast for people who like uh, nitpicky reading too deep into things analysis. <laughs> so if, <laughs> uh, if you like that kind of stuff, it's fun. Um, and uh, I'm also on Tumblr. I have a, Tumb a Sailor Moon devoted Tumblr blog uh, devoted to like memes and stuff, which is sailorshitpost.tumblr.com which is somewhat inactive now, but every once in a while I post there. So you can also follow, follow me on there. Nice. I was, I was like, kind of like creeping on your little link tree oh. with all the stuff totally that you cool. have. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> so, um, and then Kai, where can we find you? Yep, I can be found at Clear and Sweet on Twitter or YouTube. Um, the YouTube channel that I run is mostly long-form critical analyses of um, anime, mostly magical girl anime and video games that I like. Uh, and we just got done this past year doing Shop I Shot on Madoka Magica. I've done um, the Utna movie. Um, and now I had the honor of having both Chris and Amanda guest on a project that I'm doing where we rank every Magical Girls yes. series <laughs> ever. I did, I did watch those. I, I did yeah, watch those. Yeah, it's an adventure, <laughs> and I still have so, I need to, I have so much more editing I need to, to watch. Do. I need to watch more Magical Girls so I can be a part of yeah. that. <laughs> I know. I, well, felt, I, felt like right such, I felt like such like a fake Magical Girl fan watching, fake fan. watching yeah. that video. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, it, it, the yeah. task was impossible. It was far too big. I had to crowdsource it to so many people and so many esoteric things. You know how hard it is to find a jewel pet fan. Very hard. <laughs> I, oh so. yeah. If you if if you get to the part where with magical girl site, let me know because I want to be. Oh, that. I love. I <laughs> hold on. That, was, that hold came on. up in the stuff this I was editing recently. Yeah. You don't have to include oh, this in mind. the podcast, but if any of you do anything involved, like relating to Wonder Egg priority, please invite me. Oh, because I have fuck so much yeah. to say oh, about Wonder oh, Egg Dude, I, we need to oh, do that. Chris, are you watching that? No, but I can. I, I oh will my god, it's I will watch so it good. Well, if you, you have got, to watch it, please. Okay, it's so, so good. So if you want, if you want, we could totally. You guys can totally come back for that yes. when the final episode I'm comes so out, excited for, sure. for that holy shit I cannot I'm yeah. gonna fucking lose it <laughs> when yes. it comes out I'm Word. so excited Word. you have no Shared idea Shared your sentiments exactly I I will set that up um but anyway uh yes so again thank you guys so much for coming and just talking all girl you know Sailor Moon and everything like that uh, you guys know where you can find me, which is obviously Anime Summit Podcast, and that is it. Thank you guys, and Moon Prison Power. Moon Prison Power. Moon Prison, prison Power. power. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>